This is Josh Levent, and you're listening to Humans, a podcast for people who want the world to slow down and become more human. Welcome to episode five. Today, I'm speaking with Yushan Chen. Yushan is a Chinese filmmaker and artist living in Los Angeles. I met her accidentally while traveling in China. She was just on her way back to Los Angeles after shooting a TV series in Asia. In our hipster hostel, she spoke and laughed with everyone, while exuding a quiet intensity at the same time. As I asked her about her life, she began to tell some crazy stories, mixed with deep philosophy, and I immediately knew I had to capture it for my podcast. What makes Yushan human is her constant search for the truth. She's a rebel at heart, questioning everything and doing things differently. Please enjoy our funny and philosophical conversation. Now I bring you Yushan Chen. Thank you, Yushan, for coming on the podcast with me. You're welcome. Um, can you tell us uh, actually what's your full name? My name is Yushan Chen. So I'm Chinese. If you uh, you want to read it in Chinese way, it's Chen Yushan. But we, uh, the the way we speak our first name and last name's opposite. Right. So it's Yushan Chen, Chen Yushan. Chen Yushan. Yeah. Cool. And you were you were born here in China. Uh, we are in Beijing right now, I should say. Yay! In the beautiful, beautiful city of Beijing. Yeah, on the roof. On the rooftop of the in the hutongs. Yeah, and the sun is gray now. <laughs> the sun is gray. That's true. I think that's normal in Beijing. Yeah. Where you come from? You come from uh, Chongqing, or yeah, from Guizhou? I, yeah, I born in Guizhou and spend a lot of time in Chongqing. And there you can see the sun every day in the blue skies, I guess. Um, in Guizhou, yes. In the summer, you can see the blue sky and the sun, and it's a very cool city. But in Chongqing, ah, now it's a very uh, moisture and uh, always crowded. But the temperature is pretty high, even hotter than Beijing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty warm out. Um, but I think we've picked a good week to come here because it's yeah, not not are. that hot. Yeah. So. Um, Tell me about your your birth in Guizhou. My birth? Yeah. You mean the very birth? I don't think I remember. I just <laughs> <laughs> like my mother told me I'm a naughty naughty infant because she had a very difficult time to give me the birth. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's that's an interesting thing to hear from your parents. <laughs> you were hard to get out. <laughs> yeah. Um. Are you an only child? Like it's normal, I guess, in China? Yeah, I'm the only child because my mother and father, they work for... My, my father worked for the electric, electric company. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's a government-controlled company. Yeah. So And my mother worked for a government department. Mm -hmm. So they are owning a, allowed to have a, one child. I see, yes. Because oh, by the way, my mother told me I'm really, really lucky because three of my brothers, my bigger brothers, was dad... <laughs> Not wow. dad, but um, she got how to say stillbirth. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. She tried to have three children before you. You were the fourth, and you were the one who, who yeah. made it. Yeah, I'm the only girl. Wow. Yeah. 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 And you were born in in 1989 yeah. in in Guizhou. Yes. And your mother is uh, she works she worked for a government department as yeah. an administrator, I guess. She was in the water department, uh -huh. and. Um, Mm, yeah, she uh, got promoted when I was ten, I guess. Mm -hmm. Actually, she uh, she got into this water department when I was uh, seven, mm -hmm. and uh, then she got 
promoted when I was like maybe 11, 12. I don't remember okay. exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what does that mean, promotion? Does that mean she's leading she a team of people? or? She yeah, she was a leader of yeah. a team, yeah. of a department. Oh, cool. Yeah. And your dad worked for the local electrical company? Yeah. And um, they supply Guizhou with electricity? Yes. Cool. And he, w- what was he doing there? My father was an uh, engineer. Uh-huh, okay. uh, she, he is an is a engineer now, too. So yeah. he's great. Cool. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. You, um, what is your earliest memory uh, at home with your parents? My earliest memory was it's weird my earliest memory for my childhood was my parents there was a boy mm-hmm. in my mer- memory and i was i thought that was my brother mm-hmm. i keep asking my my parents so they tell me that's that's a child who was lost on the street so they wow. picked the, him to my home wow. and s- finding her f- my family like for maybe for like w- a week or two weeks because back that time is there wasn't the internet was not great and uh, it's hard for them to finding the parents for him yeah. so he stayed at my home for like two or one week yeah. that's why i thought he was my brother yeah and th- after that my parents kept t- telling me no that's not your brother it's <laughs> it's a lost child oh, wow. I don't believe them for a while. Like, right. no, you, you are lying. <laughs> He's my brother. <laughs> how, how old was he? He was an infant? Oh, no, he was like, maybe I was just like four or five years or even three years old. And that boy just two years or uh-huh. one year older than okay. me. So okay. that was my very first memory to my very childhood. That's amazing. Uh, what, do you know what happened? Did they find his parents? Or? Yeah, uh, they managed to find him with uh, some help of the... Uh, maybe some official mm-hmm. Laponese or something, but yeah. he stayed in my in my home yeah. during that time. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Did you have a lot of books growing up at home? Yes. Um, my parents was very strict to my education. Mm-hmm. When I was a child, they only allowed me to read like um, good books, okay. not like popular novels. I see. It is just ha- they had. They allow me only re- allow me to read like the book that I don't know how to say that literature. Yeah, <laughs> and also the music yeah. only allow me to listen to some symphony. Wow! And the classic music, mm-hmm. and that's that's really interesting for me to say that my first rebellion as I learn how to learn to, to learn like because uh, the symphony and the classic music is Western music. Right. So as I learn Jinghu, the traditional Chinese instrument, mm-hmm. my first rebellion is I don't want to listen to Western classic music oh, anymore. I want to I gonna only listen to Chinese traditional music. Wow. That's my first rebellion. <laughs> That's very interesting. What what is the was that widespread the kind of uh, opinion of your parents to try to teach you Western classical music or was that already somehow a deviance from what is normal here? Um, I think, yeah, back that time because it's just, um, you know, the opening policy yeah. and in 1985 and Western music and uh, the, the books, novels mm. come to China, people mm-hmm. start to worship yeah. that kind of thing and think that's a trend. It's popular, right. especially if you want to stay, you are educational, ed- educated, and also you are 
like higher social status person, mm-hmm. and you know like the Western culture, Western、uh, music, Western books is better. Yeah. Yeah. So the literature that you read was that a mixture of Chinese literature and、uh, Western literature translated into Chinese. What li- What do you mean L- literature? The 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 books that you were that you were reading. Oh were yeah, it's in Chinese. It's translated. It's Chinese word. But they were、so、were they all originally like foreign literature, or was it also some some Chinese?、Uh, no, it's、uh, original. It's from like the book,、um, the Russian book.、Mm-hmm. Is it the Das Kapital, the the Karl Marx?、Um, no, because I read read it because、uh, I read it in Chinese. I don't know the English name or the Russian name. But I would uh, he there's a saying for that protagonist. He said, "All man has、uh, only has one life time, yeah, and you should make your t- your life like meaningful." I see. I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not well read on la- Russian literature, to be honest.、Uh, okay. So I don't know, but、um, yeah. I guess it's、uh, one of the c- classical Russian writers. There's a lot of you know really famous ones. Yes.、Um, Leo Tolstoy, maybe, or is it maybe War and Peace? Oh yeah. Ah, yeah. War and Peace. War and Peace.、Okay. That's a different. I know that one, but、oh, this is a different one. one. Ah, okay. Yeah. Was it the same writer or somebody else? I、uh, know. Ah, okay. It's not. Yeah, that, that, I don't know that many Chinese uh, <laughs> uh, Russian writers. So,、yeah. so Tolstoy is the first one that comes to mind. Yeah, but、uh, like. Back that time, I didn't re- didn't really understand that much, like、mm-hmm. uh, like classical music and also this kind of novel,、right. because it's too complex for kids. Yes, of course. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't care about. It's too about complex for adults. I think it's. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've tried to read some 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 Russian novels, and it, to me, it's.、Uh, yeah, I didn't care about the wars and the ideology stuffs、yeah. when I was a kid,、mm-hmm. but I had I had that in my mind. Yeah. yeah, you were you were taught to that's important and you should read that <laughs> and understand. Yeah, and then and then you were rebelling. You were saying no, I want I want to play Chinese music and not and not.、Uh, yeah, that's weird because you know all my、um, friends when they were rebelling, they will listen to rest, rock Western roll, rock and roll or、right. some things like that. But、yeah. I was my first rebellion. No, I want Chinese <laughs> Asian music. Yeah, that's it. Like Guqing, Guzhen, Erhu, this kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, can you explain this this instrument that you play? Is it called Kuching? It's called Jinghu. Jinghu. It, yeah,、mm-hmm. it's the instrument、uh, accompanying Beijing Opera. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And it kind of looks like Erhu. I guess a lot of、uh, Western people know what Erhu is. It's two strings. This is the one that、uh, people hold up and they play these two strings. Yes. I, I see. Yeah, it's similar to that one. It's kind of like a harp with two strings. Yeah, <laughs> but it's smaller. Uh-huh. And uh, also for Erhu is stable because、um, it's heavy.、Uh, Erhu is played with a bow. Yeah, with a bow. Right. So it's kind of like a more of like a cello or something like that. Yeah,、mm-hmm. kind of like that. And、uh, for my Jinghu, it's harder. It's so hard to play because、um, uh, it's heavier、mm-hmm. on the top.、Mm-hmm. It's lighter on the bottom. So、yeah. when you play it, you sh- you should、uh, use find a A right way to spa- stabilize it、mm-hmm. while you play it, and also the sound is really sharp, and、yes. you can hear it. Can hear is like so powerfully,、mm-hmm. and it's a noisy、um, right. instrument. You、if、can you, and if you if you play it badly, it sounds like cats being tortured or something. Oh,、uh, even worse! <laughs> it's like you're killing a dog or you、oh、are scratching a, a pod or something. Yeah, it's yeah,、wow. it's really hard to play that music. Wow. 
And uh, how long did you? Well, oh, well, can I ask what age were you when you started playing that? When I was thirteen. When you were thirteen. Yeah, twelve or thirteen was was in primary school mm -hmm. when I was sixth degree. Yeah, and and um, you started playing the this. Um, I've forgotten the name already. Jinghu. Jinghu. Yeah. Started playing the Jinghu, which sounds to me it sounds to me almost like a violin. Is it? Is it got a, also a bow? Yeah. A bow and many strings and, and two rather string. small. Or, two, or just two strings as well. Yeah, it's similar to Arhu. Right. The, it's just um, uh, shorter and harder yeah. to play. Yeah, I see. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and how long did you play that for? You still play it? Well, um, this is a sad question because I should still play it, mm. but it's hard for me because I'm traveling, I'm doing film. You yeah. know, I don't have that a lot of energy because it already need a lot of energy to film. So I stay with my mentor for five years. Mm -hmm. I play this instrument in that five years, like over five hours a day. Mm -hmm. Then after that, I transform to another city for my high school. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I still play it when I was in high school every day, mm -hmm. even though I, I told you I was mocked by my peers because they yeah. think it's out of date stuff right. and it's not cool it's not cool yeah. case stuff right. so <laughs> i was i was hiding myself in a yard mm -hmm. uh, i found i found a, a music studio mm -hmm. they selling the instrument also teach kids instruments yeah but mostly it's piano and and violin mm -hmm. and so they have these um small rooms for people to practice in a small room mm -hmm. I said in my school, this uh, they also have a uh, like a music studio for st for student to play. But when I w when I got there, I I want to play my music. After like two days, the teacher came to me and said, "Sorry, uh, we can't have you play here because <laughs> your instrument is too loud." Oh my god! And I was like, "Okay." fine because i already used to this kind of thing yeah. then i go out i find a place find this uh, studio mm -hmm. and i said okay i can rent i can give you money i rent this um a, a room yeah. like just for one or two hours a day at first he said yes but as i play he said no because <laughs> <laughs> wow. yeah it was too loud and then he said but It, but I, w I was really sad. I almost cried. And he kind of have a pity on me. And I said, but I have a backyard. If, if it's okay, you can go to the backyard. Then I opened the backyard door. Mm -hmm. God, that's not a backyard. It's a garbage place. They dump the garbage in the yard. It oh, wow. smells so bad. But wow. I cannot find a place to play. So wow. I spent like two or three years. Three years. I don't know two and a half years yeah. in that backyard and wow. play my instrument every day. This, this sounds like the start of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it will be in my movie. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Very cool. We'll, we'll get to your, your, your interest in film, um, but I, I want to stick a little bit more with your, with your childhood. Okay. What was primary school like? How did you interact with other kids? Mm, let me think. My primary school... Uh, I was a uh, really wild child. Like I like to climb the, climb the wall, and mm -hmm. cause in we didn't have a lot of entertainment back mm -hmm. then. We don't have like play that that video games, mm -hmm. and uh, I don't like to play with um, girls mostly. Cause mm -hmm. I, I don't know. 
when when whenever I was in a huge like a circle, a, a a group of girls, there was always have one or two girls don't doesn't like me, mm. and they would they would teach other girls don't like me, wow. and I don't want to fight back because. Yeah. I, I just don't like this kind of stuff. Yeah. I, so I was I hang out with boys a lot. Yeah. Like throw the stone to each other, yeah. being stupid, <laughs> fight. So you you were kind of a tomboy when you yeah when you were yeah up. when I was a primary school kind of tomboy. Yeah. 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 Nice. I got one girl best girlfriend, but mm-hmm. she's kind of tomboy too. Oh, she. Way to being together with five boys at an end of my primary school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Was there any favorite subjects that you had in primary school? Um, my favorite is it's literature. It's yeah. not really literature. We teach. Uh, it's called Yuan. Mm-hmm. It teach language and mm-hmm. part of literature. I see. That was my favorite. And what what languages? Chinese. Ah, Chinese. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah, you learn. Ch- it's normal, I guess. Also in in New mm-hmm. Zealand, you learn English and English literature together. Yeah. yeah. As a as a kid. Yeah. So that was your favorite subject. Um, did do you think that came because your parents were putting also so much emphasis on literature? I think yeah. I don't know for sure. I guess yes. Because um, I was very imaginative and um, like to think about st- a lot of stuff and sensitive child. Mm. I I like words. I like writing. Mm. But I but my teacher wasn't really like my writing because I wa- my writing wasn't logical and uh, full of a lot of strange stuffs. Mm-hmm. So she I wasn't. I don't think I was her favorite like student. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. How how is the school system actually in China? How was your your school set up? You, you went to primary school for some years, and then you switched to a different school for high school, or uh, is it one school? I mean, the primary school. You mean so we have primary school, have junior school, have high school. I see. So you have three schools before you go to yeah, college. Yeah, college. So what can you t- explain to me? What, what ages? Do you? Uh, how long are you in each of these f- three schools? So for primary primary school is six years. Mm-hmm. And uh, my father was very strict father. Mm-hmm. Um, for my, I didn't like my school time because I got beat a lot mm-hmm. by my mother and my parents, and also because I did uh, my handwriting writing wasn't good, mm-hmm. and that's a big stuff in Chinese culture. So they would physically punish you yeah. for for not having good handwriting. Yeah, even wow. my even even my teacher, because my my parents was reading uh, reading how to say want me to be uh, uh, educated so yeah. they they have a connect a good connection closer connection with my uh, teacher so yeah. she is really strict to me yes. whenever i ha- my handwriting is not good they she will she will tear my book mm-hmm. my my homework mm-hmm. in the class mm-hmm. so that was i didn't really like my, my primary school i think yeah. I, i yeah i did uh, i i got a lot punished by them Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about that now, looking back? And uh, now, um, because you know I'm a doubt now. It's it's fine, but I will I will not do that to my kid. Yeah. And it will because it, it pushed me to a really rebellion I when I was in my high school, mm-hmm. and also 
I didn't able to talk to my mother for two years, yeah. but not because of it, because of other stuff. But I think this make there's a gap between me and her, and uh, so when there is a very serious event happen, we didn't able to have the emotion and feelings to solve that yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, that's hard. But then you went to junior school. Was it different there? Um, not really. Because for junior school, it's all about to getting to the high school. You know, Chinese uh, education now maybe is better. Mm-hmm. Before, it's all about your your grade, yeah. how much score you get. And mm-hmm. my my mother, my parents was really strict to me. Like we for my for the primary school, we have we off school at four p.m. Mm-hmm. And my home. Um, to my school, the walking distance is within ten minutes. Mm-hmm. If I got home in twenty minutes, I g- I gotta got punished. Wow. Yeah. Do you know why that was? Were your parents um, afraid that you were up to no good, or what? <laughs> they just don't want me to hang around. I see. I mean, because um, they're uh, not back then. Not like and. A lot of people got to college and have great education, mm-hmm. and that's the way you can make your life great life in China mm-hmm. to get into a good college. Yeah. And there's there was there's, there seems no other ways. Yeah. So they had very high expectation to me, yeah. and it's not just my parents. A lot of parents like that. Right. Yeah. How many years were you at junior school? Three years. Three years. In those three years, you had to study very hard to get into a good high school. Yeah, really hard. Like every night, uh, almost study till the midnight. Yeah, and you started. Um, you were playing also um, your instrument five hours a day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, during I mean during my class uh, during like uh, Monday to Friday, mm-hmm. I play two or three hours mm-hmm. but for weekends oh it's from i have my mentor to my home teach me one like one by one it's one by one class mm-hmm. so um usually it's from it's usually it's from 2 p.m to 10 p uh 10 p.m wow and eight hours in, yeah <laughs> in the middle just for break for a dinner wow yeah and that was saturday just every week saturday or saturday and sunday Saturday and Sunday. Wow. <laughs> Sometimes um, even Friday night. Wow. That's a lot. That's very hard for me to imagine. That that was I was really enjoy. Really. Because I. You love the instrument. That was that wasn't pushed by my parents. Oh, interesting. You you wanted to do that. Yeah, I wanted to be that. Do you think that. it was kind of a balance because of the hard schoolwork that it was a way for you to that, release? Yes, that's wow. my uh, a thing for me to release all the pre- the stress and also. Yeah. Also because I'm a, I'm a really rebellion. Like people, mm-hmm. my my classmates didn't like it. Yeah. The kids didn't like it. Yeah. And but I know this instrument is beautiful because my my mentor, he 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 impressed me. Like the first time I I heard how he played this instrument. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was the most beautiful thing I ever had. Like a, a big strike to my heart. And wow. then, but as I took this instrument the first time played i was like what happened it's it different. sounds so beautiful yeah when he's playing it yeah but yeah. for me it's like i'm killing a pig yeah 
what's happening <laughs> there? Because wow. you know, for piano, for other instruments, uh, it always sounds good when you yeah. play it. But for my instrument, when you play first, play it, it doesn't sound like that. It yeah. doesn't sound like it, it like an instrument. Mm-hmm. So. I was shocked and even impressed more by this, right. and I practiced more. And my my parents was happy because they finally say something that you I was passionate about. yeah passionate and really work hard. Right. And also uh, now I want to say thank you for my all my neighbors. <laughs> like that time, <laughs> thank you so much. I know that was a hard time for them. <laughs> <laughs> Had to listen to your <laughs> killing. But the good thing is, um, since we were we, we were living in my father's company, uh, the building was like um, for all the workers of the father, of your father's company. Yeah, so wow. they all know my 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 father, mm-hmm. and you know in Chinese they can they don't want to really speak it out. Even they don't want to, You're they don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. I see. They were enduring. Yeah, they enduring. But like uh, two years later, they were gradually people tell my father, "Oh, it sounds good now. <laughs> <laughs> Congrats, <laughs> you, your daughter now not playing really well. Congrats!" That's like amazing. that. Yeah. Wow. Then my father realized how bad that was. Must they must be enduring that for a lot, yeah. a lot. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. So you were studying really hard for for three years in junior school and playing uh, your instrument. Yeah every day and you started to get good mm-hmm. do, you, do you remember a, a point where you where you thought maybe oh actually i'm getting the hang of this or i'm getting better at this was my first performance i see when i was getting to my uh, high school mm-hmm. there was uh, the first year like a welcoming uh, party mm-hmm. and actually it's not welcoming party it's um december 8 mm-hmm. it's a date uh, that there's a war in Chinese um, revolution, revolution war, you know, people revolution war. Uh, December 8th, it was a date, uh, an important date. Right. Uh, in celebrating this date, uh, mm-hmm. school were holding a, a party. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was playing this instrument in a party mm-hmm. and all the boys shouting my name like, Yu Shan, Yu Shan, Yu Shan. Wow. <laughs> yeah. They were so impressed with your playing. Yeah. And then you thought, okay, uh, this is I'm good at this. This is something something special. Yeah. All those years of hard hard work paid off. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So, how did you finish junior school? And did you get into a good high school? Did you meet your parents' ex- expectations? Yes, I actually my um my how to say my score was uh, was high like for mm. for my whole study. Yeah. Like for the score, I was a good student. It's just I have my little rebellion in yeah. it. Like yeah. when I write, I don't listen to my teacher. <laughs> but but you you ended up getting good scores. How did that work? Did you did you just impress them so much with what you wrote that they overlooked that the I fact know, that it was uh, we take tax. I don't get it. We we need we take test. Uh huh. You take a test, test like, like a multiple a, choice test, like a ACT. Uh, more than multiple. They're multiple. They are like um questions mm-hmm. and you ha- also ask you to write article about some topic yeah and for math for uh, literature and for for my junior for high school yeah for english oh, wow. and also for 
um, geology and uh, history, mm-hmm. and this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and physical. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was really good at like uh, fi- physical physics. Uh, physics yeah, mm-hmm. w- when I was a junior and math, mm-hmm. but when I got to my high school, no. Well, okay, so <laughs> are they specialized high schools? Is it specialized on some specific topic, or is it a general high school? General. And so, did your parents expect you to be very good at maths and physics? Like my father was, because yeah. my father was an uh, electric engineer. Right. He wanted me to go, uh, after I graduated from my university, he wanted me to be in his company. Uh-huh. So he wanted me to to good at like physics and uh, chemical, yeah. chemist and math. But um, my prefer- preference, I, I decide like, no, my passion was about humanity and and history and art, this kind of thing. Did you notice that in high school? Then? Yeah. Yeah. When did your your you told me about your um, depression and kind of questioning? Oh, that's in my uh, university. Oh, that was later. Okay. Yeah. So let's let's we'll come to that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but you you mentioned other little rebellions. Was this just the way that you wrote? Was there other rebellions that you had, kind of in high school? And oh, in before? high school, uh, I started listening to rock. In high school, mm-hmm. I was um, uh, like my first year was miserable because mm-hmm. um, I like a boy. Yeah. I met him on the street. Mm-hmm. It's like I fell in love for the first sight. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Then later is. Like I, I encounter her was uh, in a party mm-hmm. later, mm-hmm. and he's the friend of my friend, yeah. and he noticed I like him. Yeah. He start to approach to me, yeah. and and we start to talk. Mm-hmm. But then, he has a girlfriend. Oh no! Yeah, he had a girlfriend, and that girlfriend was my junior classmate. Okay, and uh, so people start to talk. They mm-hmm. start start to criticize me, right? And this has happened to China. Like, if something goes wrong, this kind of thing goes wrong. They always criticize women first, right? Yeah. So they think I'm the one who um, make him do this. I see. Yeah, he has no responsibility. <laughs> yeah. So they talk a lot to me, even yeah. like my best friend. My first year, my first high school year, they. They didn't understand. They talked me. They they kind of isolated me. Yeah. So I was kind of isolated in the school. Uh, and also my parents was getting divorced at that time. Mm-hmm. And they didn't get well. They uh, fight a lot in, in, at home. And also sometimes they fight. They beat me. Yeah. Like like separate me just because they were sad. Wow. Now if I think, really think about it, that's, that was rebuse. Abuse, yeah. abusing like behavior, yes. and uh, so um, then. But I put. But he really liked me, and mm. he break up with that girl, and we. I didn't talk to him for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents, because they doesn't, they didn't have energy to take care of me. They yeah. want me to transfer to another city, for okay. my second year. Yeah. Then I transformed to a second to another city, studying my high school. Right. That was better because um, the kids were nice, yeah. and I don't have that kind of rumor. I see. And uh, and also he regret. He think 
he didn't did do it well and yes. he really like, liked me so he keep um, calling me and contact finding my contact mm-hmm. we start talking and we kind of build a relationship for long distance right and he love rock and roll i see and from him i start listening to rock and roll like my first time listen to lincoln park mm-hmm. and every loving that, that was the first thing you can um get access in chinese market mm-hmm. i was like oh my god there's sounds like that mm-hmm. we can like you can you can sound you can sing like that you can make you can use noise mm-hmm. to be music yeah because you know i was I was really frustrated by my instrument because yeah. it's a noisy instrument and right. people tell me that's not real music. <laughs> okay. But like I find a connection with metal and, mu- and, and rock and roll because they are noisy. Mm. Then I got my second rebellion is yeah. to listen to rock and, and uh, to listen to rock music. And I listen to more like Nirvana, Oasis and um, um, Gunna Rose and Van Hannon and mm-hmm. Link Zeppelin and ACDC and right. Black Sabbath yeah. yeah all wow. the classic wow. then I go deeper deeper <laughs> later that's later mm-hmm. but yeah I start to access to rock music and what is fun what is different is funny is in China back that time you cannot really find this kind of music online right. and uh, the only way I can I can listen to them is go to um, the music like the CD store mm-hmm. and uh, most of them are um, smog CDs mm-hmm. and like which is illegal it's banned the most oh. the city was banned so uh, when people smog it in smog them into China right. and the of the official the department will um, how to say if they if they catch you, if they catch you, they will uh, have these CDs and they will put a hole, put a hole onto the CD, and you can still listen to it. But when whenever it hits a hole, it will stop a little bit, like like stop, just stop a little bit. Yeah, crazy. And we'll, I will buy that kind of CD because that's the only way I can listen to this music. Right. I've I found some dealers. Who sold uh, smuggled CDs that had holes in yeah, them? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's so it's so funny because like uh, you know in, in America or other place you can find a dinner next drug dinner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I found and my you found c- a, your music dealer. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> put, put like music. Yeah, music. yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I called it rebelling because mm-hmm. that wasn't really legal. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. So you started listening to to classic rock, mm-hmm. and you you bought <laughs> smuggled CDs. Yeah, that was all in high school. How did that relationship? How how long did that relationship last? Was it a long distance? Ten years. Ten years. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. And and um, was that you started in Guizhou and then you moved to Chongqing? I moved to, oh, moved to um, another city for a city you? in Chong- in Guizhou. Ah, Guizhou see. is a province. Ah, I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, you moved uh, to another city, and and you, did you meet him regularly? No, um, just um, every vacation, summer vacation, wow. winter vi- vacation, we spend time with each other. But uh, like we call each other every mm-hmm. day. We sometimes we talk overnight, mm-hmm. like every day. Wow. So 
that was a very intense. Even though we didn't really spend a lot of time together, but we really felt close. Yeah. Um, back that time when I was in high school, I knew something called soulmate. I thought mm-hmm. he was my soulmate, and he yeah. opened my eyes. Opened yeah. my eyes. Wow. And then, how, how many years is high school? Five years? Four years? Uh, three years. Oh, three years. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you did your three years in high school in another city. And then you went yeah. to Chongqing for university. Um, there's a little twist. Mm-hmm. Um, so after the my high school, the first year, um, something like ACT in China. Mm-hmm. If you want to go to university, you need to pass an uh, exam. Yeah. And I passed it, but mm-hmm. he didn't. Oh no. So he n- want to repeat another uh, senior high school. Yeah. One more year, mm-hmm. he asked me if I like to stay with him. Yeah, I agreed, which pissed my parents off. Right, and that that's when the sad story happened, because I stayed. I I got a very good school, yeah. a very good I- university, and um, a major traveling traveling management. I I don't know how to um translate it yeah maybe hospitality management yeah maybe Mm -hmm. but I stayed and studied with him but I found he was just into the video games not studying and also he kind of has that gangster stuff and um, I told him uh, if you if if you want to uh, go with me to the university that's cool Let's do it. Let's study hard together. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to go to the university, you want to start your business, you want to work now, I will also support you. I will be there, always be there w- with you. I will not break up with you. But either way you choose, you should just stick on it mm-hmm. and really do it. Mm-hmm. But he, he told me he will choose to go to the university with me. Mm-hmm. But he missed classes a lot. Mm-hmm just go just for the video games All right. yeah I was really sad about it so after like uh, six months I cannot stand it anymore mm-hmm. I transferred to my formal school mm-hmm. in another city because mm-hmm. it's a better school yeah. so second year I got a university in my in Chongqing mm-hmm. um, but he still didn't yeah. that's a sad story yeah. and The good thing for me is the second year when I got to uh, Chongqing, the university, uh, actually, I, um, my Jinghu was uh, contribute to part of my, how to say, my score, because mm-hmm. uh, they, they, how to say, the art-specific um, student. Mm-hmm. Kind of like in U.S., when you do well in the, ex- how to say, some, like, uh, ex- like gym or mm-hmm. like some football e- right. or something extracurricular activities yeah right. e- then they will ha- they will have you in- enroll you in the school so i got i was uh got the best score for my jinghu mm-hmm. i was a i got the uh, for like like they have two parts one part is chinese traditional instrument mm-hmm. one is western instrument mm-hmm. i got the highest score Uh, in the in the tradis- tra- Chinese traditional instrument, yeah. so um, but that was a top school in China, one of the top school, and 
and the major I choose is the best major in that school. So that requires really, really higher uh, score. Uh, for my like for my advantage, I got twenty, twenty a score extra score, mm-hmm. but I still um, lack like eight, eight score. Wow. But the school really like me. They want to keep me in Chongqing, right. so they uh, introduced me to another school, which is not that famous them, but also good enough. Mm-hmm. So I was in another school. I see another university, and that's where you then started studying uh, journalism. Yeah. When did the, desi- the desire to study journalism come to you? Um, like my first dream, be before I know music. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a police. Mm-hmm. I wanted or assassin. <laughs> like <laughs> when I was a kid, that was uh, it's just kids stupid like dreams right. like yes. just want to be cool right. and you know I was a tomboy yes. and uh, then later I realized that's not that's not a job big yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not it's not a job then I wanted to be a lawyer because okay. a lawyer you can you can assassinate people verbally <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but later I realized I'm not that kind of people who can really dig to there's many details so I think yeah journalism uh, because I like writing I like to know about people's life and also I like to know the truth I care about Mm. people I care about when things go unfair then I said yeah journalism was something that's really meaningful compared to other and other major because when I was in the when I got to this university they gave me a lot of advantages like I can choose any major I want Mm -hmm. and my university called Chongqing um, business CTBU um, technology and business university Mm -hmm. so the the best major was a business I see yeah and also they have a program like um, you can study um, two years in Chongqing and two years in France. Wow. As, as long as you can pass your language, you can go to France yep. for, for, yeah, for go abroad. Cool. My, my parents really want me to, um, to enroll to, to pursue that major. But as, as I know, um, I want to do something meaningful. So I wanted to learn journalism. Which disappoint me later. Yeah, and did it disappoint your parents as well? Um, yeah, disappointed my parents because I didn't go to the business major. Right. Um, I mean, disappoint me because after I learned journalism, I realized something that I cannot really do journalism in China later. Mm. So I was disappointed. Yeah. This getting sensitive now. <laughs> okay. should, should be clear, I think, to anybody why it's difficult to do journalism in China. Um, but should I really talk about that? You, you don't have to. I think. I think. It's, I think it's. Clear. I think you know, a lot of people know why. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you you finished your bachelor in journalism. Yeah, I finished. I finished well. I finished it, and also the. Good memory. Good thing is, I um, I create a 
how to say association also like an organized mm-hmm. organizer, organization yeah. or a club mm-hmm. in my school mm. uh, called Beijing Opera mm. um, like just Beijing Opera club club <laughs> and uh, many uh, professors and students was in the club wow. learning this art because this art was vanishing in China not yeah. many people love it cause yeah. many people love Western music yeah. and still um, like several we got like 20 or 30 people in this club mm. and uh, after I graduate this club still exists wow. it still exists now I'm wow. so happy yeah. about it yeah that's amazing yeah where did that desire to, to start a club come from did you was oh. it just a, a matter of necessity you were like I need people to to, to, to uh, play like music that. with me it was like that um, when I got enrolled at university we have like a welcome party now yeah. this is a real welcome party mm-hmm. and because uh, uh, um, people know I play this instrument mm-hmm. and I got I got to this school because of this instrument so they right. all know it right. they gave me uh, a they asked me to put performance on a stage and one professor who was a well-known professor in the whole world uh, not the whole world whole nation (laughs) especially in 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 that city and um and he loved Beijing Opera he knew the value of this art after I performed he cried he was like wow "Wow." he cannot imagine nowadays a young people still um, play this instrument and also play it well, not like just for fun. Because yeah. I sounds professional, yeah. and he was really happy. So after that, um, uh, after that, um, a day when I was in the class, uh, a student who was higher than me, who was like um, like second year. Mm-hmm. He go to my class. He said, uh, "Is Yu Shan in this class?" I, I, we were in the class, and and people said, "Yes, she is." And everybody look at me and point at me. I was like, mm-hmm. "Holy shit! What did I do?" I just, I, I was, I'm new here. I just <laughs> got in the school. <laughs> he said, um, "Someone's looking for me." Like mm-hmm. professor who is looking for me. I was like, "Did I do something wrong?" Yeah. Then I go to the office. When he see me, he was so happy. It's like. Oh, I finally see you. You know, I was so happy when I heard you perform on the stage, and now I, I cried out. And I can, I cannot imagine young people still play this. So let's let's form a organization. Let's form a club. Wow. I was like, what? <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, let's do it. Cool. <laughs> then yeah, we form this club. Very cool. Mm-hmm. That's great. So, and did did. Did you find a lot of other students playing some classical Chinese instruments, or? And there are some popular ones. Mm-hmm. Erhu was one of it, right. uh, and Gu Zhen is one of it. Mm-hmm. And now uh, a new instrument called uh, not in new instrument, but it's popular now uh, called Gu Qing, mm-hmm. and but not Jinghu. Mm-hmm. Jinghu is still considered very archaic or just very difficult to play. Yeah. No, I think the biggest reason is it's very difficult to play, and the mm. sound is um, if you, yeah you should concur. You need to concur the noise before you really know how to play it, Re- yeah. before you play the scores, and right. you take a lot of patience. Like 
I I don't know the what I don't remember the name of that painter. He before he know how to join the painting, he need to join the an egg for years.、Mm-hmm. That's what I did before I play my instrument before the score. I play just play the the bone just just just. Pull and push the bone for half a year,、wow. nothing else. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> that's I can't. That's wow! Yeah, really incredible. And also because is it comes with Beijing Opera,、mm-hmm. and no many people listen to Beijing Opera now. Yeah, and this instrument has its limit. I I'm not saying this in- instrument the best instrument. It has、right. its limit,、yeah. and、uh, so it, it's not it. It's hard for people to really put to put your feelings to create some new s- music score with this instrument.、Okay. So that's why. Yeah, did you have also、um, people singing Chinese opera in the club? Yeah, most of people come to the club because they want to learn how to sing. Okay. Barely people want to learn this instrument with me. I got、yeah. I got、uh, one student. Uh, in the club,、mm-hmm. who want to learn? But I told him, it's very hard. It's not one two years program. If you、mm-hmm. want to learn, it's for life.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, also, I got because by that point you had already been learning for some six six years or more. Yeah, more than six years. Yeah,、um, yeah,、uh, yeah. About six years. Yeah, about six years. Yeah. And, you, and you had been st- studying from from. What I can recall, something like twenty hours a week.、Um, yeah, like my my mentor said,、um, I was reading the a devoted, most devoted student he never had. I had my、um, like my brother, my sister. We call brother sisters in the、uh, in if they learning this in- instrument with my mentor.、Mm. I call we call each other brother sisters.、Right. My big brother sisters they they didn't study as hard as you. Yeah. Right. So I Cause w- cause I I I, su- I passed them like my、yes. level was running faster than yeah、them. because if I calculate twenty、uh, hours a week, fifty weeks a year, that's a thousand hours a year, and you for six years that's six thousand hours of learning. People say you become a master at ten thousand hours,、mm-hmm. uh, and and.、Uh, you, That's you know a world class master. You you've almost did that、uh, in in six years in basically in school.、Mm-hmm. Um, that's really、uh, incredible. Yeah, that's why I didn't really hang out a lot with others, stu- other teenagers when I was in、yeah. my high school and、uh, my junior.、Mm-hmm. I was first is my instrument, second is reading, yeah, and reading novels. What kind of novels did you read? Like、um, some Japanese,、mm-hmm. Chinese, also、um, some well-known novels.、Mm-hmm. But like later, well, I read. I like to read psychological thriller.、Mm-hmm. So I read. I read a lot of Japanese. Okay. Do they write the best psychological thrillers? They can dig deep into the humanity. I think. Very interesting. Very stream. It's very stream, but. I'm not copy them. I just through the novel, I see a lot of things. Very interesting. Yeah, I think the only Japanese novels I've read are from Hurakami. Hurakami, I, I can only. You <laughs> only know the, the names the in Chinese. Chinese, yeah, yeah. yeah.、Uh, I think、um, the one I read is Kafka on the Shore. Kafka on the Shore. 
And, maybe I know uh, it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> he actually I was introduced to Hurakami by um, a non-fiction book that my mother gave me when I started running. Mm-hmm. She gave me a book that is called What I Talk About When I Talk About Running. Oh, oh yeah, I know him. Then yeah. now I know who you're talking about. Okay. He's great. He's really great. He's one of my favorite, but not the very favorite. Right. You know, um, White Knight. No. Uh, the novel's name is White Knight. If I don't, I don't know if it's translated in English. Yeah, sure. The the novel, the writer was my favorite. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So you you read a lot of fiction. You read. I didn't. Yeah, I did. I write, not write. Read. Read. Yeah. yeah. You read a lot of fiction in thrillers, and did you read also read fantasy, science fiction, romance um, books? For fantasy and science actioning, I watch a lot of shows uh-huh. and uh, movies, not a lot of books. In, in English with subtitles, or yeah, <laughs> that's where I got my English. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I've heard that from a lot of people that that's a good way to learn English is to watch a lot of TV shows. <laughs> yeah, TV show and also like rock and roll music was my first access to yeah. to English. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and then um, so you you were at university for three years. Uh, four years. Four years. You finished your bachelor in journalism. Mm-hmm. Did you have any favorite uh, professors at university? The professor i just told mm-hmm. i count him when was he also a teacher or he was just with you in the club he was the uh instructor and professor for uh, mf and like master uh-huh. i was in bachelor yeah. so he didn't really teach me yeah. but and he th- he treat me as his student like mm-hmm. sometimes he invite me to his class with other master student wow. uh, also he if he has some sign some homework sign out he will sign out to me to ask me to do it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah I learned a lot with him That's interesting. Yeah, about Chinese culture do, do you think you matured a lot in that t- during that time did, did, do you feel like you you became more of an adult than maybe your fellow students because of those experiences I don't know this I don't really know, but I know a lot about Chinese culture than other students. Mm. I don't know if I got like maturity. Mm. Yes, maybe yes, but consider me now. Uh, I'm much more mature than right. that time. Yeah. Maybe because I still got like issues with my parents at yeah. w- in my university. Yeah. So I don't count that time I was mature enough, but I thought about a lot mm. things, you had, confusing you myself. That's that's a lot happened to oh me. Oh yeah. yeah. So <laughs> now we, we get to this point. Actually, yeah, we w- we want to talk about this. So yeah. you 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 faced a, a, a depression. Uh, you started to question the nature of reality. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. like like a, like a Westworld robot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you seen Westworld? Yeah. <laughs> um, they always ask themselves whether wh- what is what is real. Yeah. And this was a question that you asked yourself at, at university. Yeah, that was a really funny time for others. Think for other people when they look at me, like, "Oh, she, what's happened to her? She doesn't talk. Mm. She depressed. What's she depressed about?" According to other people, saying she's talk, she's depressing about. She doesn't figure. She figure out one question. This question is: Does the word is the word a real word or not? Mm. and other people was like she's psycho <laughs> yeah that's my my universe 
when I was my depression phase. It doesn't last very long, maybe one more than one year. Yeah. But not my whole university. Yeah. The reason is um, I didn't know because I I was thinking for human we perceive this world by our sense, five sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. To taste, to touch, and how you to see and smell, and also even you think. Yeah. If even you have your abstract thinking is through your brain, brain's an organ, yeah. and this thing is like a character. Like when you drink a water, and you put sugar in this water, this water tastes sweet, mm. and when when we see the world, and through people. It's like kind of like you put the sugar in the water. It it tastes how it will. You see the world has the character of human. Yes. Then, then how you know it is the arranged arranged in the world. Yeah. And I cannot and I cannot fix this question. Yeah. I cannot know the world is real or not. Then I cannot. I cannot like f- like figure out. Should I not? Sh- should should the world be the way it is? Mm. What if it's not like it shouldn't be like this? It's just happened to be like that. And also, if I don't know the world is real or not, why should I listen to w- what I've been told? Yeah. Like all the norms, all the all the educations, right. even the books, even all the things people think is right or wrong. Right. Yeah. That was why I got depressed. So, if I, if I understand that correctly, it was a question about how can we be sure what the world is really like, what what tr- truth or reality really is, when our perceptions are always filtered through our lens, our yeah. construction, our, yeah. our bodies, and you were kind of asking yourself, is there a something underneath the reality that we perceive a base reality a, a a truer truth yeah what's the real what's the truth yeah but but the sad thing is uh, you don't really know because you no. cannot know it right. as a human yeah. you cannot know it that's that's what's bother, bothering me right. but later um i see something beyond that yeah it's like okay if i cannot if I cannot know the truth, then I can suppose there's a true stuff. Then I find the beauty. That's the how I find the beauty is. There's like there's a tree in like there's a tree, mm-hmm. and when I, when I see it, it's a tree. But I suppose the true the true for this thing is a. That thing is separate with tree, mm-hmm. and if I can give up all my perceptions as like my, my knowledge about this thing as tree yes. yeah. I can just face or encounter this thing by itself yes. there's no any neighbor nay, no any like attachment to it just right. me and this thing yes. and you can just feel it mm. and you can just have this emotion and has feelings honest feelings when you and this thing when 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 it's in front of you and sometimes i i was i was overwhelmed by this kind of feeling like i push 
I put all my opinions and all my knowings about things, and just just feel it, feel the a the thing I you you suppose you how to say experience、uh, yeah. Then the feeling was raining overwhelmed. Yeah, I kind of feel that's the beauty. Beauty is perceiving real things. Did I understand that correctly? Yeah,、Or、I think is when you、um, when you don't bring like prior knowledge and judgment to experiencing something. Yeah, when you put your heart in close to something that you don't give any neighbors labels,、mm, mm. and、um, and you can feel it. Sometimes you can feel it. Sometimes you cannot feel it. Yeah, depends on when you feel it. It's like the moment you encountered something. Yeah. That moment is beauty. It's your、mm. heart, and that thing you encounter at one moment. Yes. And that experience is beauty.、Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. Do you feel like you're able to experience the world like that on a regular basis? Like、uh, after I have this kind of、e- experience, I can write poems. I started write poems. I think yeah, it helps. Yeah. And also after that, I don't listen to black metal. You stopped listening to black metal. I stopped lo- listening to black metal. Very interesting. You you were listening to that.、Um, you started with with classic rock, and then you also tr- started listening to black metal. I listen to like、um, ha- like a lot of metal. First, like、um, Slipknot,、mm-hmm. Korn, and this kind of death metal,、mm-hmm. and、um, then. Later, I was I don't I didn't know why I got into black metal.、Mm. Maybe because I was my parents' problem, and mm. also mm, yeah, a lot of things. And、uh, my boyfriend、mm. at that time, then I kind of got of this attitude like I don't give a shit about anything,、mm. and、um, I don't scared of losing anything because I got nothing. Right and. I can really relate it to black metal, even though and now I know is is anti-Christian.、Mm-hmm. Um, not all of it, but most、mm-hmm. black metal are. But yeah, I was. And what 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 is the dominant emotion there? Is it is it mostly anger or is it fear? Depression. Depression. Depression is like, I don't want a life. Like. Yeah, and I hate fake. But yes, I know why I I like black metal because、mm. I see the truth. Yeah, people was angry. People was um, people was um depressed. People had this attitude because they want truth. Right. Like something is agony. Like black metal, the the band something sometimes they do something agony. Yeah. But deep, deep inside them, because they're angry about all the fake things, yes, fake emotions, fake world, and people and pretending like everything is okay when it's not. Yeah, yeah. Even maybe in the Christian, not, of course there are a lot of good Christian, but there are fake Christians,、mm-hmm. and even,、um, but this, and it's it's worse than people than a bad guy, like a bad guy. Who is bad, but he admit yes, I'm bad. So what?、Mm-hmm. That's better than a people who is bad, but but he's he think, but he is like pretending he's a good, he's good, he's a Christian or something.、Yeah. That's even worse.、Yes. So I I can relate it to that kind of really mo like emotions.、Mm-hmm. So I was into black metal. Yeah. 
How many years were you were you into that? Was that did that start at university? Less a year. <laughs> Less than one year. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it, it started at it university. It didn't last very long. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, mm -hmm. but but you know, I think usually it's like you have to meet some sort of. Well, people say you have to hit rock bottom, you know, <laughs> before you can you can find the truth. And maybe that was kind of your rock bottom. You it, it, it slowly slowly started the thing, and then you found that music, and it was like, oh, this is now this is real. This is really true, and mm -hmm. you kind of it, it, it you you went into it, and it kind of absorbed you and, and pulled you down. And when you hit this kind of level of, of depression, then those questions started really becoming strong and you started to f try to find an answer to that question of what is reality, what is truth, actually. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And and you had, I guess, you you had kind of a a level of education, understanding of the world that you could try to find an answer. This was not an impossible question for you to answer, actually, somehow. Yes. That's why, yeah. And now, like, as now you... Uh, doing this interview, I didn't real, really think about why I was into black metal, why mm. I had had this question. But as you like um, doing this with me now, I yeah, I, I see why I'm d I was doing that. I should charge people for doing this interview. <laughs> I think it's a form of therapy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like my whole life, yes, I I I try to. To know the truth. Mm. That's why I, it's hard for me to really have a religion. Yeah. Because I question a lot. Yes. And um, yeah, I, I like my journey. That like I want to be a lawyer, a journalist, and listen to rock, and uh, be rebellion and thinking about the life is real or not. Yeah, yeah. it's all about the truth. And so. I, when I see the truth, I see the beauty. I think yes. it's beautiful. Mm. That's why I think that's why sometimes ugly is beautiful mm. because it's true, it's truth, it's real. Right. Very interesting. So you, you found some kind of truth. You found the truth of, of, of beauty, of, of kind of seeing the world as it really is without, percep without preconceptions or preconceived notions of, of what it is. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you, you, you talked a little bit, we talked a little bit yesterday um, in preparation for this also about what you learned about emotions and your own state of mind oh yes um, yeah it's like how how people handle emotions right yeah. it's um, when you think about a lake mm. um, when there's a wind and ripples on on the lake mm. waves and ripples on the lake a tr the tree outside the lake, the shadow of the tree is twisted. Yes. But when the lake is is peaceful, mm -hmm. which is like a mirror, and the shadow of the tree will be itself, the tree itself will yes. be not twisted. Yes. <laughs> In this case, you can have you can um, put your. It's kind of like your heart as a lake. Yeah. It, when your heart is peaceful, and you can see the truth. When the th when angry things throw to you, happy things to throw to you, you you will be able to put your heart aside, yeah. like separate your heart with all the things happen to you, mm. and you can choose to embrace the happiness when happened to your 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 yourself. You can you can choose to embrace it to feel the hap happy vibe. But when the angry things and the bad things happen happen to you, you can choose to put your your heart aside and not action on it. Yeah. 
not 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 action on these angry things,、mm. and you can calm yourself down and be logic、mm. and and just be calm、mm. and say the truth, say why that person is angry、mm. at you and why. And they doing this behavior, then sometimes you can even put yourself into his shoes and、mm. thinking, stand by his side, and you can solve the problem. At least you will not be that angry or influenced by them. Yeah, it's hard, but it, it needs practice. But yeah, if you knowing it, you can do it.、Mm. That's that's what um I mean. Calm myself down and cure myself, cause I was really emotional person.、Yeah. You know, pe- people love rock and metal. Or always like, ah, yeah, ah, I'm angry.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> But now I'm better. Do you notice? I've I've noticed that、um, I do this a lot. That I take deep breaths when I'm nervous, angry, frustrated,、mm-hmm. sad. I just take a deep breath. This is just、uh, people have pointed it out to me.、Mm-hmm. They sort of said, "Why do you take such deep breaths all the time?" And it's you know, it's for me to manage my emotions. When I take a deep breath, it centers me. It calms me. It gives me that peace. Yeah, it's interesting because I read、um, from a t-、um, I watched a TED. There's I don't I don't remember it's a lady or a gentleman. Tell this. He said emotion is physical. Yes. And when something And、uh, when you feel angry, actually you can, you don't you don't restrain it,、mm. you don't against it. You just sit down and feel it.、Mm. When you feel it, you can feel part of your body has the reaction. Maybe you get headache. Maybe、yeah. your breath get um,、uh, you get quick breath,、yeah. and also maybe your you you get alarm on your leg, your or your hand, you sweaty.、Yeah. But when you feel it, and this reaction will. Gradually go away, and you f- you realize, oh, the emotions will go away with your、yeah. your physics. Yes. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. When you notice that, then you can even control your emotion more. You, it's not、um, control, but you can you can choose not act on it. Yeah, and you can help to dissipate it because you're thinking about your emotions. Keeps it going when you when you start to create a story in your mind about why you are angry and why you deserve to be angry or why you are afraid and why you should be afraid. Yeah, these things increase actually your physical response. Yeah, and、um, also I think、um, why you should do this is because, like you know, the movie Lucy. Mhm. The about the AI. Yeah. Voice. Yeah. Um. The AI voice. It's the, like the artificial intelligence in that guy's ear. Is that what the movie? No, we're no. talking about a different movie. That's、yeah. um. That's uh, the uh the actress I don't remember her name is Scarlett. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, yeah she took. Th- yeah, she took the uh the drugs.、Oh, she I, took the yes, drugs. I'm confused. Yes, you're right. That's a. I'm thinking about a different movie. Yes, and she becomes like a crazy or something. She become like、uh, the god. Ah,、uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I haven't seen this movie actually. So. Yeah, it's、Explain. a great movie. It's like when she took the drug and. Her brain was uh was uh, developed like a hundred percent. Yeah. And during this process, she lose some humanity feelings mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like pain. I see. So she point out. I think that's that's really interesting. Like when you feel pain, and all your all you can feel is pain,、yeah. it limit your 
inimit your perceptions to the world. So when you stuck yourself in one emotion or one feelings, actually you inimit yourself to know the truth. I see. The truth beyond the the pain and all the things. Yeah. So when you the so that's the why you should know about your emotions is because when you know it, you can know beyond it. You can you when you can control it, you can know things beyond the, your emotion at that moment at least. At least you can solve the problem. Mm. You can see the deeper truth. Back to truth now. Yeah. 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 Cool. So then you graduated university in um, 2012 mm-hmm. um, with your bachelor in journalism, and you went to go and work for a newspaper. Oh yes. What, what you newspaper know, did you? I really, I really want to talk about a lot of things, but news and uh, like news media is really sensitive. Yeah. And yeah, what's the question? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just because uh, w- 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 a lot of things happen when I was a journalist. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, we don't have to talk about all of it. But um, y- which newspaper did you work for? Uh, for um, Chongqing Chenbao. It's a morning. It's like a morning paper for the the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, you worked there as a kind of field journalist. You went out and and yeah. Yeah. talk to people and try to write stories based on what you yeah. what you found out interesting um what what kind of length of articles do you write there what, is it like half page articles or yeah some is like 200 300 words mm-hmm. okay and i did uh once i did a, a interview okay um but mostly yes the quick quick news yeah yeah and are those published online as well uh back then or was it all in print? Uh, almost in print. Yeah. Okay. And later we have online version. But yeah. w- when I was there, there was no many uh, online and print um, like together. Publications, yeah. 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 Mm, interesting. And um, um, you, how uh, did you uh, did you leave because you realized it was not what you wanted to do? Because there was a, a a huge event happen make me. Kind of depressed and disappointed because if I cannot say the truth yeah. as a journalist, why should I be there? Yeah. So I was angry and I was sad at home, and I was I didn't go to the to, the, to go to the office for like a week, and my supervisor can't find me because I took my phone off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he found my father. My father called me. So what happened? I told him what happened, and he I said. I want to be an honest person, you know. I yeah. if I I will always want the truth. That's the reason I've been in this. Right. Yeah. Then and my father says, if you cannot do it, then it's okay. You can quit. Yeah. And I quit my job as the journalist in the paper. So I got into the TV station, the fashion TV station, mm-hmm. where I didn't really enjoy it because it's not creative. Yeah. And what was your job there? Um, doing some, um, finding some materials, like video okay. materials, make some fun, like f- founding fun materials, put them together, mm-hmm. and uh, make people laugh. Act okay, basic, so you're kind of a pr- like producer. Uh, yeah. yeah, work for the. My, our team is like producer team. There's mm-hmm. a like a, a a producer like in charge right. and we all like producers yeah. yeah yeah and you worked there for for almost a year 
but you, yeah. you knew from the beginning, you kind of, you walked in there and you thought, mm, this is not what I want to do. Um, I wasn't, because um, I, I had film dreams in my mind, but at that time, it was too far away and too big for me. Mm. And so you I... You wanted to already become a filmmaker at that point? Yeah. Where, where did that come from? Where did it come from? Yeah. When, when did you first have the thought, maybe I, I want to be a filmmaker? Okay. This isn't getting interesting. Mm, my first like idea like, that I really have the, this clear idea I want to be a filmmaker is um, there's a day mm -hmm. uh, when I was in my university mm -hmm. and my mentor called me said, um, come back to uh, like our city mm -hmm. and there's a, a ceremony you have to uh, to join. It's uh, a lady who over 50 years old mm -hmm. he gonna um, worship another lady mm -hmm. who uh, is over 80 years old as her mentor mm -hmm. like a Beijing opera mentor mm -hmm. and as this uh, tradition all the people in this circle should get together to be the witness mm -hmm. of this ceremony wow. and this kind of thing haven't uh, like happened for like already 20 years wow. and the circle already got dismissed for over 20 years mm -hmm. so it kind of become a big thing and my mentor asked me to be there so I was there and they after the ceremony they sat together and these old guys they that was very awkward moment because they sat together I can tell now they are so different some is rich with suit and put put, the, put himself together mm -hmm. and some is like very poor mm -hmm. even a guy has like messy hair and even a patch on his uh, t-shirt mm -hmm. and uh, he doesn't talk he's really quiet and peop and none of them is like um, almost 10 people more than 10 people and sit together and they, they don't talk and Finally, one guy was break the break the ice. He saw me and he talked to my mentor. And said, "Oh, this is your student. Mm -hmm. And tell tell us how you teach her." Then my mentor to tell them how she he teach me, and they talk start to talk about how they were student mm -hmm. and learning this art. Mm -hmm. And talk about their dreams and talk about their ambitions as this kind of artist. Then I see the tears in their eyes. They start to talk and then they, it's like they are, there's no many difference between them anymore. Mm -hmm. No poor people, no rich people anymore. Mm -hmm. And just like brothers, sisters before. But then they talk, okay, how your life, how you being after this, our circle was uh, dismantled, how to say, dismissed. Mm -hmm. And they become quiet again. Mm -hmm. And when I say like a man who already over like 50 years and 60 years out, they start to cry. I was so touched. I, I thought there are a lot of story and things behind this. I need to know it. Mm -hmm. And because um, I am the success of this art, mm -hmm. I want to do something for it. At first, that was I wanted to write it as a story, but then I realized no matter no many people reading now in yeah. China, mm. but movie is a good way. 
Yeah. And uh, I I I like movie before. I lo- have my favorite like directors before, mm-hmm. but that was a dream. But at that moment, I feel like no, I have to do it. Wow. I should do it. So this movie, and now I'm still developing. I'm f- I'm finding the investor mm-hmm. is the very reason I want to do film, and it's the reason I come to U.S. to study film mm-hmm. to quit my job to go to U.S. and mm-hmm. also. The reason now I'm doing a lot of other projects to practice more, to be able to have this um, ability to make this movie out. You want to make a movie about this, about the Beijing Opera uh, Group in Guizhou? Uh, Not just that, about this. um, About these people's lives. Yeah, Um, it's uh, you know for Beijing Opera in in China, there's only two movies. Yeah. One is called um, Farewell, My Concubine. A lot of people know that one. And one, another one is called Menanfang. And Menanfang is from Qing, date of Qing Dynasty to um, this dynasty before people of uh, our government now. Mm-hmm. And, and the uh, the Farewell, My Concubine is from date of Qing Dynasty to Cultural Revolution. Mm-hmm. And but there's no films from Cultural Revolution till now, yeah. um, and the Beijing Opera f- from uh, during this phrase is is vanishing. Wow. And after the opening policy of China, yeah. and people worship Western culture, and yeah. they don't treasure our traditional culture, right. and also it's a time like China has grow so fast Econ- economy um, and also become like a lot of people become rich but they're not happy mm. why because we don't have things to believe beyond material stuff so my film kind of is like a girl she um, she's a rock and roll singer in Los Angeles mm-hmm. when she come back for a rock and roll battle and she has she has to fuse this um, Beijing opera, her old instrument, with um, rock and roll in order to win. And the way she she picked it up is picked up the traditional instrument is how you should how you pick it up and the attitude to this vanishing art is something I I want to present to the people. Yeah. Okay. Let's. Um. I wanna. I might ask you a few more questions about this film, but first, um, we just talk, talked briefly about how you first got interested in film, and it was at this meeting where mm-hmm. you talked to talk to them and at the ceremony, and then you went back to study, and then when you got to the um, TV channel, mm-hmm. you thought, okay, maybe I can learn something about yeah. filmmaking here. I, yeah, I thought I maybe I can I can learn something related to how to film, yeah. but I was wrong. Right, because they don't do film, and also there's no creativity there. Yeah, and you know, because if these uh, the t- all the TV stations controlled by the government, yeah. there's no competed. They don't need to face the real market, right. and so there's no many like they have to know what kind of technology and how to make people really like their show. Yeah. So is that is, do you think that's why a lot of people here in China are switching to online channels? They're watching a lot of 
videos online rather than yeah. on TV. Yeah. I mean, this is a global trend. This is not just here. Yeah. But this is a global trend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you 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 quit the the TV station and um, that that was uh, the TV station was also in Chongqing. Yes. And then you moved to Beijing. Yeah, I moved to Beijing to be in an institution, uh, a film institution. Film. Yeah, right. study film. And you were also disappointed. Yeah, because <laughs> they only teach you how to appreciate films in their op- personal opinions. Right. And so you watched watch movies and talked about them. Yeah. But you didn't really learn about the art of filmmaking. Yeah, and not reading film it. Yeah, yeah. And at the same time, you you learned in English. Um, more intensively. Yeah, I practice more. I mm-hmm. I pass my TOEFL. You pass your TOEFL exam, and that allowed you to apply to a college in the U.S. Yes. And then you you applied to New York Film Academy in Los Angeles. Yeah. Why is it called the New York Film Academy and it's in Los Angeles? <laughs> This is the question. I've had. <laughs> okay, because um, it was original. Uh, the first school studied in New York. Right. And maybe they didn't think, oh, the school will grow so fast sure. and become a real, a very good school. Yeah. Actually, my school is really good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and they open a campus in LA. And yeah. It's, uh, and if you want to get a degree, you should go to LA. Right. So you applied for the Master in Fine Arts yeah. uh, in, um, in filmmaking mm-hmm. from the New York Film Academy in Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, where is the campus in Los Angeles? Is uh, a side Universal Studio? Okay, wow, that's yeah. that sounds amazing. I've never been. I've never been to Los Angeles, but uh, that sounds impressive. Yeah, we have backlot <laughs> in the Universal Studio backlot. We oh, can crazy. shoot in it. Wow. We shoot film. We we shoot films. You know, yeah. not digital films. Right, you shoot 16, 35 millimeter or 16, 16 millimeter. 16 and 35 millimeters. Yeah. We both practice on it. Yeah. We shoot films on in a. Uh, universe back that which wow. is awesome <laughs> why, why do you shoot film and not the I mean a- HD film is now really good we need to know it because okay. um, it's more standard yeah, so still most movies in, in Hollywood are still made on film oh no I don't mean that I just mean and when you learn how to shoot films you learn the cinema uh, how to say uh, photography yeah. cinema cinema ah, my English cinema uh. Uh, the uh, word is escaping c- me right c- now as well. Cinematographer. Yeah, cinematography. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cinematography yeah. better because film is it, it comes from, from films. Yeah, and there are a lot of uh, standard procedures. Yeah, I'm very good at loading films. By the way, <laughs> yeah. How, how how do you load film? Oh, there's a a camp. Yeah. A black camp. You put the um, your your films mm-hmm. in the camp. You you kind of you cannot. Um, you cannot see it. Okay. So every every part of what you do very logic and very careful. Yeah. And you load it in there. Okay. And you cannot even expose it to the light. Oh, I see. So you have to put um, the camera into a, a, a black box, basically. Yeah. And then through, how, how do your hands go in there? You have like gloves. There's that two, yeah, two like two hole. Yeah. And it's kind of like gloves. You put it on. Right. And then uh, you close all the zip. Yeah. And you zip it up and make sure no light into it. And then in in it, you can put the the film out. Yeah. And yeah, there's a lot of uh, steps to and do I, it. I didn't know that. I didn't know it was so complicated. I thought it was like a, a loading a 
camcorder you put it you put the tape in you no <laughs> you exposed the, the yeah. tape yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, i didn't realize that that's amazing yeah yeah actually you know what uh not men not not all the students get the opportunity to practice yeah but my uh when our instructor asks who like to do it because it's a big responsibility if mm -hmm. you screw it up you screw a lot of money it's right. a whole film is it's it's a lot of money and yeah. um, A lot of students don't want to take the risk, yeah. and I think. But you're a bit of a rebel, so you thought, yeah. "Fuck it, I'm gonna." Yeah, do fuck it. it. <laughs> I, I, even I screw it. I don't need to pay for it now. If I want to pay for it later, that will be more expensive. All right, so yeah, better just try do it. Now. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Wow. Yeah. Very good. And um, yeah, so you applied. You got there. You moved to LA. Mm -hmm. But was that your first time to the US? Yes, actually, it was my first time to go abroad. Was your first time to leave China? Yeah, wow. and uh, what funny is like I was I I went to US alone, mm -hmm. and uh, when I off the uh, the the airport, I was scared. I like I see all the big guys because you know I'm short, mm -hmm. and um, I was like, oh, this guy's so scary. And when they have the stamp for you, they ask you a lot of questions, mm -hmm. and they don't smile at you as. Oh my God! This is a scary place. Did, did you have a one-way flight to the US? Yeah, one-way flight. This of is course. When, this is when they ask you a lot of questions when yeah. you have one-way flights. Yeah, and uh, when I get out to the airport, and uh, I want to take the Uber to my place, mm -hmm. I don't know how, and ask people to help me mm -hmm. to download the app <laughs> a lot. Cause, and I, my English wasn't that good. Yeah, I thought my English is good because I passed the TOEFL. Yeah, and but like. When I the second day, uh, when I got to my place, and the second day I go out, uh, I want to grab a coffee. So yeah, let's go to Starbucks. Yeah, I was happy and uh, yeah, finally I got uh, gonna relax. I gonna relax in the coffee shop. And then I go to there and the the cashier asked me, "What do you want?" I was like, "Uh, yeah, what?" And because cause I didn't know the names of the coffee in right. English, yeah, <laughs> and um. I was like stuck. <laughs> then yeah, that's a lot of uh, difficulty for like people. Like first time you go to another culture and you not really know the language. Yeah, I guess what do you mean you face now is the same, right? <laughs> what I face here in China? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, actually yeah, it's it's, it's uh, very few people speak English actually in China. That's, yeah. Um, can be really really difficult i we were at um lunch yesterday mm -hmm. brunch actually mm -hmm. and uh it was a kind of a fancy restaurant but mm -hmm. nobody spoke english yeah. and um we, with the menu was in chinese well there were some like just the the <laughs> name of the dish was translated but often it was such a fancy it was like not just fancy it was like kind of uh nouveau cuisine and it was all really strange stuff yeah creative But dishes yes. they called Yeah. Okay, very creative dishes, uh, Japanese style di uh, Japanese dishes, and I think vegan as well. It was like a vegan Japanese art uh, uh, <laughs> cuisine, nouveau, nouvelle cuisine. It's weird. It was yeah, it was very strange, and nobody spoke English, and so we had the menu, and it was the most strangest things on the menu. But it, they had names. We we bought this a water which was called fruit enzyme water or something, and it yeah. came. And it was smoking when it came. It was really incredible. Looks so fancy. Um, and then. Uh, Yeah, we tried. I tried to use my phone, Google Translate. You know, has, like can, can translate some stuff with the camera, that didn't really work because it translates the individual characters, and then you're like, it says like um, ingredients is tofu, and but what else is in there? Who knows? I mean, it's not written also, so 
Um, yeah. So it was a little bit hard, especially because I'm gluten intolerant. So it's very hard for me to pick food and, and make sure that it's gluten free. So yeah. this is this is going to be a challenge for the next uh, week I'm here. A- anyway, um, yeah, yeah, going to another country and, and not speaking the language or, or not not speaking it well even. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you spoke English, but you had tr- trouble. I moved to Switzerland six years ago, and I, I spoke German, but. They, sp- yeah. they speak a different kind of German in Switzerland. Yeah, th- that's not the first time when you got there, you feel like, yeah, I speak English, I learn English, but I they speak another English. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How did you get around uh, at the beginning? Uh, just with Uber or th- buses? Is there a, a bus system in, in Los Angeles? No, 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 Uber. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. with Uber, yeah. Yeah, Uber. Uh, how did you find a place to stay? Um, I come... Uh, I contact a Chinese student mm-hmm. here, and she arranged a place for me. Oh, cool. Is uh, I, st- I stay with a Chinese um, student mm-hmm. at the first year. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. And when did you decide to l- learn how to drive? Oh, yeah. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's in Los Angeles. Yeah, so because you didn't, you never drove a car here in China. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know how to drive a car here. I don't need to. Can you know, China is comfortable. uh, It's convenient. The transportations. Yeah, and you thought, shit, I have to take an Uber every day. I better learn how to drive. Yeah, because it's expensive. Yeah, to take Uber. So, when did you start taking driving lessons? Um, like my end of my second semester. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that was this is now in 2015 you you went to china and the end of your second semester that that would have been the start of 2016 mm, yeah or the end of 2015 you started started learning how to drive uh it should be at uh, 2016 i guess or maybe november or december yeah. of uh and then 15. And then around that same time, you also try decided that you would take a break from studying and and work on some films. Oh no, that's um, after. Oh yeah, that was in, in after the third the th- after the third semester. You yeah. decided to take a break, so you started studying. Uh, you started st- uh, learning how to drive. Yeah. You were still in t- studying uh, film, and uh, they were t- uh, explain this to me again. So there was two tracks: the short film track and the feature film track. Yeah, in the second year, the first. So the first year is the same for everybody. Yeah. Okay, so after those three semesters, then you had to pick. Uh, short films or feature films. Yes. And you thought, um, before I pick, I'm going to take a break and and wor- work a little bit on some movies. Yeah. Um, it's after my first year, because um, I I did a lot of funeral. Yeah. In the first year, like every shoot I had, I have I didn't able to finish them. Right. So this program, I guess, it's very practical. You have you have three semesters a year, and in every semester you make a short film. Yeah. By the way, we're not doing the advertisement for my school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but it, it is. We have like. Um, but like I find this interesting because you know you can study uh, a lot of things, and um, a lot of the time when you go to some uh, school or tertiary education, it's all very theoretical. You go to university, and they yeah. teach you theory, and you don't really become good at what you try to yes, learn. I don't. I didn't know really how to shoot but when I was in China in in this institution. But yeah. when when I got to my school in US, we really learn how to. To shoot from yeah. uh, the first is use the sixty millimeter film yeah. to shoot a mise en scene. A mise en scene. Yeah, a mise en scene. Can you explain what that is? It's um, it's just a scene, and okay. one scene, and 
um, usually you don't move your camera. You can pan it, mm-hmm. and but you don't really do a lot of movement. Yeah. And it's just a scene, mm-hmm. and it's about blocking. How you blocking your uh, your actors? Mm-hmm. But what I did is I moved the camera. Okay. I was crazy. It's sixteen millimeter, and I was my my idea was uh, two couple. They go to a town and they see weird things. They yeah. see in the background um, the people move quick, move 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 so uh, weirdly. Yeah. So what I did is first. I have the camera move. I, I have my uh, have the camera handheld, mm-hmm. and with the with um, the act this couple my actress they look at a tree. This tree and the uh, the leaf mm-hmm. move. Uh, the frequent was weird. Okay, which I shift um, neck. Um, I, I, I shift. I shift some my stop, and uh, then. Uh, when the camera, uh, I have my camera tilt down, then I can see the background of the people. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the background of people move so uh, weird. Mm-hmm. and But I didn't successful because um, it's a back now shooting. And a lot of people shooting there. And yeah. a lot of like people, um, uh, I can see other crews. Right. And also... We shoot like uh, in teams. Uh, I'm the last one to shoot. I yeah. just got like twenty minutes for the shooting. Okay. So I didn't able to finish that one. Yeah. And then the second is so, we do. Sorry, hold on. You didn't. You weren't able to finish because you didn't have enough time, or because you were trying to do something more complex. Yeah, I trying to do both. Yeah. I okay. need more time for com- more complex yeah. stuff. I see. So I failed for my uh, Mister Singh, mm-hmm. and the second is continuity. Mm-hmm. For the, my continuity, what I, I feel, I actually I should be successful, but I lost the footage. Yeah. When I, uh, when I like uploaded to my laptop, mm-hmm. for some reason, because I was super tired. I I was in a team. We we have five people in a team. I was uh, the DP for everyone because mm-hmm. everyone think I can, <laughs> I can shoot. Because I will always volunteer to do the tough job, so oh. they they all thought they, you were an expert. You had film yeah. experience, and so everyone wanted me to do the the DP. Even my myself, my shooting, and people said, "Ah, you can shoot yourself." So you you do your you DP yourself, and you do the, be the director and the DP and d- yourself. D- DP means director of photography, yeah. which means you hold the camera. Yeah. In this in this case, yeah. Yeah. So I was super tired that day, and when I upload, I didn't check, and uh, maybe I didn't check. Uh, double check it mm-hmm. and then I unplugged it mm-hmm. that's I, I for like now I, st- I still don't know exactly why I lost half my footage yeah. but I did so yeah. I failed then and that was your second semester or that was still in the first the first semester uh-huh. okay. I was at second projects yep. and the third is we're doing a montage mm-hmm. oh I'm successful for this montage I was okay. suc- really successful and because uh, I used some match cut Mm-hmm. And um, uh, my instructor really loved it. And uh, what is that? A match cut? It's um, oh, when you match the the movement of of the first camera, of the first a part different of the cut scene. The but you can um, cut it like um, it's about a girl who in the who 
whose leg was break, and yeah. who, but she dreamed to be a dancer. Mm-hmm. And in the in the classroom, I first I film she has a class and she falling asleep, but. I didn't really show her falling asleep. It's just the moment she was falling asleep, her head is down. Mm-hmm. When her head's down, then she realized, oh, suddenly she's in a uh, a woods. In the woods, yeah. In the woods, but yeah. the cut is uh, is raining good. There's there's no break in I the class. I yeah. understand. So she she moves. She she starts to bend down and downwards on the desk as if she's falling asleep. And uh, yeah. there you cut, and she's bent over in the yeah. woods, and she 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 gets up. Yeah. And from from the as if it was one movement, as if she would she didn't move, just the world around her moved. Yes, and then she was dancing in the in the woods, and um, uh, used the same way when she come back to mm-hmm. the reality, mm-hmm. and then at the end I revealed, it's one shot. I revealed um, on her leg, she her legs break, and then people realize, oh, yeah, that's why. She was dreaming about. She was uh, dancing yeah. in the class. What, which, what I did, I dream about when I was in the class. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. the you, were dan- you were dreaming about dancing. Uh, no, other things. About, but uh, but the point is, I w- I didn't really pay attention a lot in when I was in my high school, my junior. When I was in China, I mean. Yeah. But when I was in U.S., I really loved my yeah, my studies. W- yeah. Studies, because yeah. it's all you can. I cannot miss any moment. That's cool. Yeah. And so. Um, when uh, go, so y- this is uh, in your first semester um and and uh, and you had some successes and you had some failures yeah um you you were trying everything i guess and yeah. and y- and you learned um but at the end of three semesters you still felt like you 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 didn't have enough experience or how 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 were you feeling and, and yeah um but at the end of the first year mm-hmm. we have like intermediate uh, films it's like a, a whole films. Like we did mise en scene, we did continuity montage and POV shooting. Mm-hmm. Then the first semester films. Then the second semester is all about the scripts and uh, producing works. Mm-hmm. You you need to study for uh, how to shoot a short film. Mm-hmm. And the third semester is you filming your um, your short films. Yeah. So after uh, the first year. I still didn't able to film it well, the, my first year, because, um, and like my, because my producer wasn't uh, able to sign a location, mm-hmm. and the look, the that location is very specific for my image, right. so we lost the location. I didn't able to shoot that script, mm-hmm. so I changed my script into something that I can shoot. I can I can shoot according to the actor I got, the location I got. Right. And but uh, at the end of the day, we still didn't finish one, uh, two things, two things, which mm-hmm. is very important in this film. Mm-hmm. And after that, I think, why I have so many failures? I need to. Yeah. Did you sorry? Did you submit that film even though it was unfinished? Is I didn't sub- submit that to. I shoot it in the school, and some of my instructor like it because they think I because ha- I have three layers of the world. Mm-hmm. It's kind of psychological things. Mm-hmm. Three layers: uh, magical, uh, psycho, like subten- su- subconscious world, mm-hmm. magical world, and the real world wow. in that film. Yeah. And uh, but I still didn't able to shoot it. Then I think I should stop and really think so about how to shoot. So the the you, it was not. 
you, you didn't have to submit a finished film at the end of the third semester. It was just a process. It was about learning how to do it and doing most of it or all of it if you could. Mm -hmm. um, but it was not like the professor didn't expect you to finish that film. He expect we finish it, but didn't finish. Expect we finish so well because okay. it's we just just still student and w yeah. we were just learning how to shoot in a year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So and you thought to yourself, this is um, I don't like it. I, I'm not happy with with what we've done and and this. Yeah, I should. I tell myself I should stop and thinking about why I have so many failures yeah. in, instead of just jumping to the second year and yeah. making more mistakes. Okay, and then what did you decide to do? Did you decide I'm gonna go and work on some real sets? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because um, for our sh all the shootings, we're helping each other. Yeah. Like um, we, we are being. I've been like a uh, grief gaffer and um, first AC, second AC, DP, like even my film I edited myself. Yeah. And um, so we, we know every part of the department that works. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a very hands-on uh, program. I really love it. So f uh, for our other students, they're always looking for um, like the positions yeah. The other students was good at mm -hmm. so I got the opportunity to be AD yeah and um, so I s and during that that break I start to do AD work mm -hmm. yeah so you, you uh, first for one student and then f for other students or did you also do some ID work for for people who are not students there and most students almost all of them were students and you yeah. you were the assistant director which what 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 is that? You're kind of the assistant to the director. You you help them organize the set, or what is the role of an AD? Yeah, uh, uh, AD is actually is a position. It's yeah. not the assistant of director. Is um, is a position. Yeah. It's um, you do you um, a lot of job. Like first, um, you need to send out the call sheet, mm -hmm. and you need to check. You can basically it's a job you manage. You do the management and take care of anything, and mm -hmm. also you control the time. You do the scheduling, mm -hmm. and according to the shooting, according to the shot. Like when I do AD, I will uh, I have to know every shots, yeah. and is it possible to do that? Because yeah. sometimes um, the some I mean the student directors they don't know um, if it they think too big, yeah, and. Uh, and think too much, right. like what I made, made the mistake they I made. I think too much, and I don't. But I don't have the time to do right. all the other things. But at least you should finish your story, right? Yeah. But you, uh, if you are stuck on one shots or yeah. some idea, you will not finish your your film. That's mm -hmm. a shame. So as the idea, you're kind of the reality check. You make sure that what the director wants to do is actually possible with the constraints that you have. Yes, and also you need to really know the tactics. Mm -hmm. You really know every department, how fast they are, and you you should know technically or theory if it's possible to do it, mm -hmm. and which means you also need to know how to do it. Yeah. If you don't know how to do it, it most some some AD if they doesn't know the techniques they ends up like always shouting at each other uh, every department like you just fast 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 but right. you should know, you know is it possible or not right. exactly yeah. 
that's really interesting because I think this is a big problem in, in business as well. You know, I'm a consultant and um, this is a, a huge problem when, when managers say to their team, hey, can you do it faster? But they don't know actually what the team is doing, how long yeah. it will take, what's possible. How, and and of course, if the if the manager doesn't know, then the team is likely to, to also always pretend like it will take longer so that um, they have more time. That yeah. they can so part of my job is before the shooting, yeah. I will sit down with director and DP. Mm-hmm. We go through all the shots and we we will go through all the shots to say for the story's sake, for the artist's sake, and is it possible and is there some shots we can cancel yeah. or if we don't have time, we can we can cancel it because mm-hmm. maybe you can cover by other shots that yeah. the part of the story can, is not that important yeah. and then I can make my choice on yeah. set. That's cool. So you... You you started getting good at doing this, at being the first AD for yeah. a lot of short films. Yes. And you did five or six short films within within uh, three during, months or so? Yeah. During that uh, break, I did like five or six. Mm-hmm. Maybe a bit, bit more than them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, my second year, during the class, still a lot of students want me to be AD. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes I do it. Like yeah. when I got time, mm-hmm. like... Uh, uh, like a break or something like three days in a row I got time I still do it yeah okay. yeah then uh, yeah I already got uh, also got a lot a lot of like uh, writing screenwriting screenwriting opportunities yeah right uh, they also asked you to write uh, for those for those films uh, on top of being the first AD you, you have to write some of them yeah um yeah, most uh, most people ask me write Chinese because uh, I told you I uh, I write poems mm-hmm. and also sometimes I write novels. Mm-hmm. Uh, as them then them reading my uh, my writing, they know I can write. I can make stories, mm-hmm. and I have many imaginations. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, my English maybe is better than most of the Chinese students, mm-hmm. so they want to work work with me to mm-hmm. write. So I got a lot opportunity to develop some uh, script cool and now going back to your your driving um, <laughs> was that around the same time that you were learning how to drive and that you got a car yeah um, when wh- when did you get a car and what car did you get okay um, it was um, my maybe the beginning of the sem- third semester mm-hmm. I started to learn how to drive and got my car you got it straight away you, so you learned how to drive in your car no uh, okay. it's in the coach's car in the car of the, t- of the driving instructor yeah who, who was Chinese and he instructed you in Chinese yeah he's a Chinese instructor mm-hmm. yeah and um, he's a cute and cute Chinese guy because yeah. <laughs> he doesn't speak a lot of English yeah. uh, but he want me when I pass the class it's all in English so mm-hmm. he would tell me some words in English so like right. turn right turn to left I see. with very very heavy Chinese accent <laughs> was he just instructing Chinese uh, people yes, yeah. yes okay he was focused on the, the Chinese market, market in, <laughs> yeah. in LA yeah and then and then uh, after you passed the exam you you got your you got your car? Yeah. What car did you get? It's a Mustang. <laughs> a Ford Mustang? <laughs> like yeah. a muscle car? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's my It's kind of hard to imagine because you're like this short uh, Chinese girl. I know. <laughs> uh, whenever I got put over, people were surprised when yeah. they see, see me in uh, yeah. And And you're a good driver? Um, <laughs> I'm a good driver when I'm not going crazy. 
What, what do you mean by going crazy? Like speeding. <laughs> yeah. Where, where do you speed in LA? Is it on the on the highways? On of the freeways? Course, yeah. And okay, so, so, um, how far does the Ford Mustang go? <laughs> okay, okay, so everyone, this is a secret. Okay. My don't tell anyone. Even yeah, this don't is tell anyone. Yeah. For everyone to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a secret. <laughs> for this, um, by the way, my Mustang is a black convertible. Okay. And it's my, it's the best boyfriend I ever got for now. <laughs> <laughs> and now who, who needs boys when you have cars? Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he hates on my hand and a hundred and fifty 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 six or or four miles. Miles per hour. So uh, I've been trying to convert this. So 120 miles per hour would be 200 kilometers per hour. <laughs> and you were doing almost 30 more, which is like another 50. You were doing almost 250 kilometers per hour. Yes. This is is that the top speed of the Mustang or can it do more? <laughs> <laughs> and the top speed is um, 160 or 80. Okay. You, you were getting close. Yeah. I was really crazy. Um, did you only do that once? So... Yeah, for the fifty-six. Yeah, I only did it that once. Mm -hmm. I hate that. I hate that once. Then I slowed down. I was like, "Yeah, I did it." Then I, yeah. I was. Uh, yeah. Can you tell me what happened that day? <laughs> you told me the story yesterday, and I and I I'm. Know. It, yeah. It, you, 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 I already told you that I'm going to interview you, so I don't uh, know. But, but <laughs> this is a kind of controversial. It's controversial. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I got pulled over, over, of course. You got pulled over. Yeah. But not just by one police car. Uh, three police cars. <laughs> there was three police cars chasing you yeah. because you were doing 250 kilometers per hour, 240 kilometers per hour. Yeah, but when they got me, I did. They, uh, they didn't I, know how fast you were going. I, I already slowed down you when they down when they got the radar, the radar on me. I already slowed it down. And they got the radar by helicopter. Yes, <laughs> that's why I cannot deny my crime. I, because because ground based radar is not that accurate, but the helicopter radar is 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 hundred percent accurate. Yeah. So according to my lawyer, yeah. According to I got a lawyer for this, goddamn. Because yeah. they they were charging you with, uh, with uh, I mean, it's a crime to travel that fast. Yeah. To travel that fast. And, it's not, uh, and you had to appear in court. Yes. And your your lawyer said um, he he contested whether or not the radar reading was accurate. Yeah. He 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 was he yeah. This is kind of his trick he do. Yeah. yeah, to po point out. It's a standard policy, I guess. I've heard that before, that radar readings are not that yeah. accurate. So Yeah, he won the evidence. So they give the evidence. So they give <laughs> the evidence and it was a, a helicopter-based radar. Um, yeah. And they were like, there's there's no denying. The judge said, "There's no, there's, you can't get around this. Yeah, you cannot get away from and what, it. What were you fined? Huh? You were fined? I will find almost a thousand, a thousand dollars for well, this. Yeah. And uh, and you lost two points on your license. Yeah, you you have four points. So if you yeah, if you do it again, you lose your license. Basically, if they got me for the fattest, I I must be in the jail. But they got right. me when I was when they got me is a uh, hundred and eleven and a sixteen. So it wasn't over. It you were under two hundred kilometers per hour. Yeah. yeah. If you had gone over, you'd be in jail. If I go over a hundred and twenty miles, yeah. I got a case double speed. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's an adventure. What 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 were you doing that day? Was there a specific reason why you decided to to test the limits of your car? I was, you know, something in my blood. I mm -hmm. think this is my like m another dream for me. If one day, I 
have my like my 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 film dream come true, like become a a real real director, a successful director. Mm-hmm. I want to be a racer. A what? A racer. A racer. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a car racer. A car racer. What, like what kind of cars? Muscle cars? Mm, yeah, okay. I don't know by then. Just a street, yeah. a street racer? <laughs> no, not street okay. racer. It's illegal. There's no street racer in the world, please. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, but I think there's some legal street races as well. Oh, really? But, uh, yeah, but... I didn't know that. But if it is, yeah. What, I can, what kind of racer is fine. Whatever. Just, <laughs> just, just in a car going yeah, fast. <laughs> yeah. Just just let me to drive first. There's, there's like the... the um, uh, the Isle of Man race. Have you heard about this? Yeah. That's a street race, actually, now that I think about it. That's, um, uh, what is it called? I, I don't know what it's called, but they do it in the Isle of Man every year. It's, it has the highest fatality rate of any race. Like, m- people die every year. People people oh, die wow. in that race. Because you, you, you drive around the Isle of Man, which oh, is very steep, and you're driving along cliff faces, and people just, they well, crash. That's and, crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So, so. That's my another dream. That's a dream. <laughs> yeah, that's a dream. Can you imagine? Like the police, every time I got police, the most of time I got put over, the police will walk to me like. Like the the those times so funny, the, uh, cause usually it's two policemen in the car, right? <laughs> in the police car, and when I one time when I got put put over, and the policeman walked to me, and when he see me, he's. He he turned back to his colleague and said, "Oh, I mean, the name is Josh or or uh, Jack or Josh. Mm-hmm. I don't, okay. uh, maybe Jack. Uh, Jack, it's a girl." <laughs> 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 and uh, he he asked me to see my ID because he didn't believe I'm over like eighteen. Uh, like yeah, like <laughs> I look so young, and also I was in a black mustang with a white lady dress, mm-hmm. and he said. Like and it's an Asian girl. I was like, "Oh man, you're not just racist, and you are like also sexist." sexist well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. So that's that's an unfulfilled dream still to 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 be a, a yeah. racer. Yeah. Well, every time I, w- I see there's a w- woman re- racer, I was like, "Oh God, that's so cool." Yeah. 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 <laughs> cool. And. um I don't know when that happened, but <laughs> but at some point that was while you were back at school then. Um, so that was one of the breaks, was, the second break. Uh, that was during. I don't remember exactly because I work a lot. I don't think my break is a break because I always sure, work. You're still working. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't remember, but I remember that day I was going to Yosemite. Okay. With my friend. Cool. Which he was. For, yeah. for doing shooting a film there. No, we just hang just for fun, and he mm-hmm. was. He still talk about that today, like oh, really? to everyone, like, oh, you know what? I was in her car, and he was put over, and that was crazy, and <laughs> he still talk about that. Oh, your friend was in the car when you did, yeah, two hundred and fifty kilometers per hour. Yeah, holy crap! And and there's a time I have this kind of story a so lot. So you were showing off, basically. This is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can say that. And there's a time after the shooting. There's a boy, really annoying. He's kind of hating on me, and he when he saw my car, he's like, "Oh, great! And um, can I can you take me home?" And I I I, I, I just don't want to be rude. I said yes, okay, yeah. And on my car, he put on his music mm-hmm. so loud, mm-hmm. and also he 
poke me a lot. Like, do you have boyfriend?、Mm-hmm. And do you have? I was kind of annoyed by him, and、mm-hmm. I don't want to talk. And he's so he's so like so 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 so. How to say that? Just annoyed by him.、Mm-hmm. Then, but I didn't I didn't say anything until I got to the highway.、Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, I got to a hundred over a hundred and thirty miles.、Mm-hmm. And he's so quiet、mm-hmm. <laughs> since then. <laughs> and when I got him home, when he off the car, I asked him like, "Hey, do you still want my phone number?" <laughs> As, <laughs> you were like testing him. Like, does it, am I too crazy for him? <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "Um," and I said, "I don't think so." Then I drive away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> cool. So, um, you 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 took a couple of breaks to to work in between, and、uh, you finished your degree、uh, beginning of this year, twenty eighteen. Mhm. And um, and then you got your first like first directing job, because before、oh, that、yes. you'd all just been doing ad、yes. work. AD and screenwriting job. Screenwriting work. And, and、uh, all that is for students.、Yep. Then I got my official directing and writing job、uh, to do a, a reality TV show.、Mm-hmm. Is at end of my sem-、uh, my graduation. Yeah. Is a Chinese investor and producer.、Yep. He want to be want to do a travel、um, travel documentary. Yeah. But I convinced him to make it as a reality TV show. Yeah. <laughs> About the topic of、uh, individuality. It's about two Chinese girls, and they travel the whole world,、mm-hmm. and become more、um, better women,、mm. uh, more independent, brave, and free. Because、mm. um, you know, in Chinese society, and there's、uh, too many norms and expectations for girls. Like when you get you, when you need to get married, and who you're gonna get married, and at what age. What you should do,、yeah. and what you should shame for, what should be proud of,、mm. which is not reading the truth. Like,、right. if 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 I'm not a lady,、mm. I'm a tomboy. Should、mm. I be proud for? Yes, for me, yes. yes. But maybe in this culture, it's not that much. Yeah. So you're trying to redefine. Yeah, and also the these words. It was I was reading. Want to explore is individuality. I don't think that's something in this culture. Yeah, yeah. It's、uh, people.、Uh, when what I learned in cross-cultural management, I did a course in my bachelor's cross-cultural management. They taught us that cultures can be divided in, in different dimensions, and one of the dimensions is individuality versus collectivism. And China is, scores very highly well, on well, collectivism. What is collectivism? I didn't. I don't know the word. Yeah. It,、um, It just kind of means it's sort of the opposite of individuality.、Oh, okay, it's about it's about、um, it's、uh, it describes cultures that place a lot of emphasis on、uh, familial ties and group cohesion.、Mm-hmm. And they say it's more important that people have cohesion with the group, that they have a clear role in the group, and that they support the group than that they are individually defined and that they、oh, yes. know who they are as the, as a as an individual person. So yes, so it's it's a it's I think something called.、Um, Hofstede's cultural dimensions. It's a yes, I see. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. So, so, so you 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 think that、uh, China 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 or or Chinese people should become more individualistic? Yes, because yeah, I I mean, it's it, it's a a complete 
it's a complete humanity in in people. Yeah. If you don't have individuality, you don't think by yourself. Mm. You are easily manipulated by all the society, yeah. all the norms. But all the the norms just good thing, good things. There, but there is something that is the powerful people use to manipulate yeah. for their benefits. So, so people people should think for themselves, and people mm-hmm. should. should have a judgment. Have a judgment of their own judgment. Yeah, according to yourself. Also, have a proud in yourself. Mm. This proud is not, is not, defined by others. I see. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of what what collectivist cultures teach you that you should be, that your pride comes from your family, that you have pride for for other people in your in your family, and that you you should be proud of doing a good job within your role, but that you should not strive to maybe. Um, be different to 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 yeah to to find something new because this is considered kind of a bad thing if you if you tr- if you tr- are different then you are a rebel and then you are a troublemaker yeah um, and I guess kind of based on your upbringing you 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 already had these moments of rebellion but I guess most te- teenagers have that but somehow you you found yes. that yes I had my rebellion and I guess a lot of teenagers had that but. Not many people realize why and yeah. what they are looking for. Yeah, yeah. And you and it's it's very interesting. Yeah, because you, I guess, one of your kind of most kind of important values for you is is truth and and seeking seeking what is true and and figuring out what what what's true. Yeah, and if yeah. you can't do that if you if you just follow what everyone else is saying. Yes, um, of course. Hmm. Yeah, really interesting. Yeah, so this TV show. It's a reality TV show because you took to these two women who are actresses, I guess. Um, no, one one is actress, one is not, yeah. one is uh, just a a girl I know. Yeah. And we did our casting, but um, happened. I didn't do it deliberately. De- have something, ha- have someone I know. Yeah. But after we did dig their backgrounds for these girls, these two girls was. The girl who most suits my character. Yeah. At first, my character just one row, yeah. and but these girls, they have both of them have part of this character. Interesting. And I told my producer, ah, "Can I cut both of them?" Yeah. And he said, "Shit, <laughs> it means I should raise my budget." Now that yeah, and he said, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> He's Good an producer. awesome producer. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, and with these two uh, women, uh, uh, they are quite young. How old are they? Uh, one is twenty-four. One is twenty-six. Okay, not yeah. not that young. Um, um, they're young, uh, still young adults. Um, mm-hmm. They finished university. So um, yes, one is finished a uh, university, and she now is uh, applying to his. A master mm-hmm. as uh, literature, mm. another one is ac- already. She actually is an actress. Mm-hmm. I didn't want it to find a professional actress, but she happened to be an actress, so I accepted it. Cool. And you traveled uh, around China with them for several months. For a month. One month. Yeah, we travel from north, from um, north of Beijing, mm-hmm. the city called Baoding. Mm-hmm. And then we travel to Xi'an, and to Chongqing, to um, Yunnan, and to Xishuangbanna. 
Then we go out to Laos to mm. Thailand. Wow! So you traveled all the way from the north of of China all the way down to Thailand. Yes. With these two women and a crew of twenty two twenty two people. Yeah. Uh, including you. Yeah. And how many women are were on this crew? Four. Four. Four out of twenty two are women, including two actresses and the director. Yeah, is two <laughs> and your makeup artist. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which and is all the voice. very stereotypical female roles, except for di director, of course. <laughs> um, uh, how did you find that leading a, a, a team of men, uh, boys? <laughs> oh, it was quite a challenge. Yeah, because you know, um, I don't know. Maybe in in Western culture, in America, it's better. Even though, because there are many feminists mm -hmm. and people, uh, a lot of. Um, great independent uh, women mm -hmm. there but in China not that case it's yeah. still a man more how to say patriotic yeah patriotic, uh, yeah. society yeah. and um, so my f that the f at first they don't they will not that uh, follow me right. but I give very clear and uh, I was really cool like I I I was I talk really cool and uh, I know what I want I talk professionally mm -hmm. I, I think I use my perfection to convince yeah. convince and then we work really well right so you had to kind of prove yourself and once they saw that you were an expert and that you knew what you were doing they were ha yeah. happy to follow you yeah that's cool and um you you try to in, because you, you call it a reality TV show not a documentary because you um kind of set up some some things for the yeah for the actors yeah because it's it's kind of staged mm -hmm. it's a w i have my theme mm -hmm. the theme i already told you this in individuality also about the girls they uh, give up the life is that is reading the real life for them mm -hmm. and pursue them and have the braveness to give up things and pursue mm -hmm. the the hard but it's real mm -hmm. and uh and according to my theme, I need to have my character has a character arc. Mm -hmm. And if it's a TV show or a film, it will be easier because mm -hmm. we just arrange every plot. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, just like a write a script. But for the reality TV show, um, and also because the budget is not that high, I cannot do the location scout and mm -hmm. I cannot I cannot know what ha will happen for the next city yeah. so for every city I ch can just have a overall um, outline like mm -hmm. um, when we go to the city what sh what should I have to let my uh, in order to let my character hate that kind of um, transition because yeah. it should have the arc so yeah. for every city, I have my goal for them mm -hmm. to change yeah. for their character arc. Yeah. In order to get this art, what should I do? I have the overall uh, outline, but mm -hmm. for the specific plots and everything, it's kind of like I need to manage it when I knows when, when, while we're shooting. Yeah. Like I, I barely sleep. I sleep like three or four hours a day wow. and like we drive to another city on the on the way i start to writing the la next scrape uh -huh. i still will have a script but it's very simple okay. and then um, other people except the 
the driver they can sleep yeah. and i was still managing to because we need to shoot while we while they on the on the way right mm-hmm. uh, with um the drum uh, with other um car to follow shooting and mm-hmm. I w- also we have gopro and uh, I still mani- need to managing to shoot on a row and while I was writing the script on a row. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. What, can you give some examples of some of the challenges or some of the kind of growth that the characters went through? Uh, such as um, one of my actress, she is... Uh, by the way, I should really thanks to my two actresses. They are really gave themselves to me because it's a reality show um, it's not a hundred true but 80 percent is true which means the background is based on their real story yeah. and uh, they need to give me all the details mm-hmm. all the privacy of themselves and they really gave it to me yeah. so when we go went to Xi'an I know the Xi'an is uh, a city one of actress she had her university in this city mm-hmm. and she break up with her boyfriend mm. and this boyfriend they will manage to marry about to get married oh, wow. so that was a big uh, like a, something she still cannot release mm-hmm. still a block in her heart yeah. and I got it and uh, so I arranged a plot and uh dig into why she uh, break up with her boyfriend yeah. it's actually she didn't realize it but I know it's because she has more ambitions yeah. he didn't and she want to be an actress mm. a real actress but her boyfriend want to have a stable life yeah. and um, mm. he didn't want she didn't want to admit it's her fault because mm. She she blamed her her boyfriend yeah. for like her boyfriend was too how to say um, wasn't um, man enough mm-hmm. or not careful enough not care about her enough. Mm-hmm. But during after I talked to her, I realized it's not that true. It's not truth. And the truth is, she wanted to break up with her boyfriend, right. and so it's a guilt in her heart. Yeah. He, she just used that as uh, excuses to void this guilt in her heart. Mm-hmm. So I helped her face the truth. Mm-hmm. It's so, her fault. Yeah. You, first, you should fix it. Second, about individuality. Don't be shame about it. Yeah. Sometimes it's the life. It's 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 you, you cannot do things perfectly. Yeah. And people sometimes in your life cannot go with you for for like the whole journey maybe he just be with you here for when this journey yeah. you cannot be with him because you be with him you will not be happy because you are not yourself yeah. you have to break up with her with him but you know in Chinese norms people will criticize that talk yes. about she's not a good girl right and in she's order selfish, to maybe. Yeah, yeah in order to avoid that kind of things she always blamed her her boyfriend but she always the one go back and check and be a stalker on her boyfriend and right. so I helped her to admit I helped a, a row like um, her boyfriend while she was she going to visit her boyfriend mm-hmm. in her boyfriend's new company 
this is fake. This part is fake. Okay. And uh, the boyfriend is proposal to another girl. Uh-huh. And she was witness. So how did you how did you do that? You you got the boyfriend to be part of this story, and you asked him, "Hey, can you make a fake proposal?" We, um, uh, you got a different person to yeah, be. Yeah, did a di- different person uh, to pretend to, to be to, a Yeah, mm-hmm. the, uh, that person we just cast while we were in the city. So that that was really tough missions for both my producer and me. Right to find somebody who could play her boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and also the locations like a company. We shoot right. in a company. Oh, we yeah. need to find an office and yeah. a company. Yeah. And uh, and so, so while she was reading seeing that scene, wow, she was clapped. And then at this point, she like the two actresses, one is from north, one is from south, they didn't like each other because they are like different person. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time she liked to talk to another actress about it. Yeah. And she got drunk and she got really drunk. She yeah. she she real she really drink the what drink the beer. Yeah. And uh she tell the and then she able to tell the truth. Oh. Tell what she really even she she later she like the next day when she was sober she said she didn't really the, it is the truth in her heart but she delighted she didn't even tell herself it's yeah. the truth but yeah. in the show she told it she she just drunk and cried out and speak it out it's her fault and he, she needs to say sorry and mm. and another girl told her you need you don't need to be shamed and uh, mm. yeah, and then she kind of this this thing is kind of break herself and then hold herself together again. Wow. Did she then go and apologize to her ex-boyfriend? Yes. Wow. Yeah. For the real, yes. Wow. Yeah. He he wrote a letter for to him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. yeah. What a what a what a what a journey you 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 are. And also another thing, another fun one is um, when we got the Thailand, it's uh, end of this season. Mm-hmm. I want something that the girls already, because they've already been through a lot of stuff. Yeah. This is a moment they are able to um, manage, um, how to say, to be brave, braver. Yeah. And so in the Thailand, you know, uh, the tap boxer. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, um, my producer agreed. He said, "Yeah, this is something we're definitely gonna shoot for in when we we are in Thai as a culture." But he suggested me to uh, have the actress interview to Thai boxer, um, then watch them do the boxer. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, I think about it. I didn't like it, yeah. but he's the one founding the f- the, the the and he's reading like come like sure about it so when we got there i go through all the and i go through all all the people all the boxers Mm -hmm. and i saw two female boxers there Mm -hmm. i made up my mind i wanted my actress to be there to learn how to fight and Mm -hmm. fight each other instead of watching the men fighting Yeah. yeah come on we are a show about women become independent, yes. freedom, and wild, brave. Yes. Yes. It can't be they sit there to watch. Two they, men fight. Yeah. Right. yeah. So we spent a day 
they're learning how to fight yeah. in the day and end of the day i have them on a on a stage raining fight like like raining fight they got hurt wow yeah and um w- my producer wasn't there at first mm-hmm. when he got here they already on the stage yeah he was mad at first yeah it's mad but can- he cannot say stop I can tell he was mad. He he was walking around and looked so grumpy. And then after the shooting, after the f- last fight they they got, yeah. uh, after every and and also I have many like male um, boxer mm-hmm. aside. Yeah. I tell them like, um, can you please be the audience mm-hmm. and to help? I tell them my my idea for this tv show mm-hmm. and they're so p- supportive yeah like i'm so i'm, I'm so happy like men's actually a lot of men are also feminist and yes. they support women to be independent yes. i'm so happy about it so all the men knows what we're we doing he said yes uh, let, let's just uh, guys let's just get together be the be the audience for these two ladies mm-hmm. so i got like the male boxer to be the audience mm-hmm. and watch these two girls fighting mm-hmm. for that scene and after that, everybody was getting emotional and touched. My producer walked to me and said, I think you are right. Wow. Yeah, I, I was almost cried out when he said that. I was yeah. so happy. Yeah, yeah that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Very cool. And you've wrapped up that season now and you finished editing it as well? Uh, we are still uh, editing it because it's just finished July uh, 27 was the okay. uh, wrap day so we are still on um, post organizing the footage now. Okay. Yeah. When will you release it? Hopefully it's uh, the beginning of next year. Okay. And then you're planning already a second season? Yeah, the second season um, but I guess because the first season by the way, my producer uh, and investor, he is really great. He f- found this film mm-hmm. uh, for this TV show himself with his friend. Yeah. It, it's not a, a small money. And, but for the second season, he wanted it bigger. So he will try to find other um, investment. Yeah. He will use this season to find an investment. If we find uh, the s- investment successfully, we will shoot in... Um, American, Canada, South Africa. Hello, friend. American, Canada, and South Africa. <laughs> Welcome to be the guest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, cool. So that's the second season will be Canada, USA, and South Africa. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so you're looking for funding for that now? Yeah, um, I'm not working oh, on y- this. You're not doing that, but your, your producer, investor, is, your producer is, is yeah. looking for funding for that? Mm-hmm. And... Um, and at the same time, you still want to create your feature film? Yeah. The one about the... Uh, she, she's a Chinese girl who goes to America to become a rock star? Yeah, she's a, she's a Chinese uh, rock singer in Los mm-hmm. Angeles, has mm-hmm. a US band. Mm-hmm. And she was... Uh, when she was little, she was classically trained mm-hmm. uh, of this Venetian art uh, instrument called Jinghu. Mm-hmm. And uh, from a homeless old guy, mm. and her company sees uh, stopped to release her second album because she uh, is losing fans. But they mm-hmm. give her a second chance, but it's kind of like just push her away. They right. want to see her company a lot, and right. give her a second chance to if if she win a battle, 
holding in China a uh, a rock battle, international rock battle, battle in China. She they will uh, release the her second album. Se- second so album. the label says, go to China, win this rock battle. And come back and then we know that you you're popular enough that your second album will be successful and will release it otherwise yeah um sorry because y- you don't have story. enough fans yeah. yeah so she goes to china um and she goes to china and where ho- where this batting ho- battle holding is her hometown where she come she run away from yeah and so and she has to face some the life she left behind yeah her father she haven't say like she stopped talking for four years mm-hmm. and because um, w- when she was eight her mother was uh, her mother left her him and her father mm-hmm. and uh, her father become drunk and did a reading for like for two years didn't really take care of her and later her father focused on the business because her father think her mother left him because she was he was poor yeah. so he focused on earning money mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and also he um, hate when she pursuing this instrument so he has to face her, the relationship with her father also she is uh, a Chinese but she in American band right she's she's kind of competing against the Chinese bands yes she's, she's just now coming as a foreigner almost yeah. as a cultural trader if you will going away to yes. become an American rock musician with an American band yes and coming back to to and yeah. people are not that happy with her. Yes, and also she, um, she is um, she has to face her mentor, mm-hmm. which is a big pain for her. Her she didn't think her mentor because uh, her mentor gave up on her mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. Um, she was given up on by her mother. She was mocked. She was loved while she was a teenager learning this instrument, mm-hmm. and her father even wanted to break her instrument. Yeah. He, her father hated it because he think it's a poor people's thing, not mm-hmm. a not a high social standard people should pursue. Yeah. So uh, her father, but actually, her father, uh, there's a secret her father and her mentor make, mm-hmm. and that's why her mentor gave up on her, uh, as he finds out all the truth and she at the end she managed to do this film uh, to, not the film <laughs> the rock battle uh, the, yeah, the, the rock battle yeah she uh, she create a new form of rock right. uh, actually I found a band we managed to do it as a Beijing opera metal instead of rock yeah because um, you know in um, in a in I, this is true what happened to me like um but I wrote it in in a line mm-hmm. uh, while she was trying to get her uh, instrument back. Mm-hmm. I told you the instrument it was really noisy, mm-hmm. and one Chinese um, guitar player came to her and told her, "It's a beast. You cannot hide a beast." So she think about that. Mm-hmm. She play with noise, mm-hmm. so she make it as. Beijing uh, over a metal mm. instead of just rock, and so um, she and and it's part of because so she she gets told this this beast is inside you you can't hide it anyway, and uh, and yeah. at the same time she finds out that her mentor uh, stopped teaching her because her fa- she he made a secret deal with her Be- father yeah because her mentor do it out of the love for her yeah because yeah, he thought she would fail 
Um, she her mental want her a great life because、yeah. this music is vanishing. So it's not it's not going to lead her to success. Yeah, and she finds that out and she says, "But I I love this music. Why did I stop、um, playing this traditional instrument?" And and so when she goes to this music competition, she says, "I'm going to go and play with my classical instrument." Yeah, at this it,、yeah. rock music he, festival. He want to do、music. something for this art,、yeah. and and also. Um, and her band, they go along with her. They go, cool. Yeah, but there are some like difficulties for them to do.、Mm-hmm. Only after him, he, she also she needs to understand what's、um, the Chinese rock and roll different from other like U.S.、Mm-hmm. rock and roll.、Okay. Uh, what Chinese rock and roll rock for? And only she understand all this and understand her mentor because her mentor. Uh, for his whole life, it's for the material part. It's really miserable.、Mm-hmm. He's a homeless guy,、mm-hmm. and、uh, but he insists to do this art. There's a huge history behind his mentor.、Mm-hmm. I don't want to mention it now. And、uh, only after,、uh, and he realized, yes, his mentor actually has this rock and roll spirit. Mm. And then she realized that, and she understanding Chinese rock and roll and American rock and roll. Then he has her band. Actually, this music、um, will will be will will be、um, created by Chinese bands and American bands together.、Mm. And then she make this music out, and at the end she didn't win the battle, but she create this new music.、Oh. So she creates a whole new genre of music. Yeah, and also,、uh, everybody. W- the last thing when everybody think the music is, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to. You don't want to spoil it. Yeah, spoil my、so、my my plots. Come on. <laughs> so <laughs> if you want to hear the rest of the story, you're gonna have to wait two years until this movie、yeah. comes out. <laughs> <laughs> and please, if you know some investors in is interested in this and want to help with this film and this art. Contact me, please. Cool. <laughs> Maybe that's a good place to stop because this is this is now coming to the to the to the present. You're you're,、um, yeah. You're you're doing post production on your TV show.、Um, mm-hmm. You're gonna do second season once your producer secures the funding for that next year. Yeah.、Um, and you're looking for investors for your、um, first feature length film. Yeah, this uh, is uh, actually I want it to be my second, my first one, because I I I cannot feel. For this film,、mm. uh, and I do things、uh, very stable.、Yeah. Like、uh, before, I was director. I do AD job.、Mm-hmm. I write scripts.、Mm-hmm. So before I do my dream feature, I want to shoot another feature to practice.、Oh, I see. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's a gangster film. A gangster film. <laughs> <laughs> um, about um,、uh, Chinese gangsters. Yeah. In in, in, Los, in, Angeles. in Los Angeles. Yeah. Very interesting. Okay,、um, and have you found funding for that? Are you looking for funding for that as well? Yeah, I'm looking for, and actually, I have one investor is really interested in it,、mm-hmm. but we haven't settled the deal yet. Okay, cool.、Mm-hmm. And、um, you've written the script for that already, or you? Yeah, we had the.、Uh, well, I read with a Canadian、uh, writer,、cool. and、uh, we already finished the first draft,、mm-hmm. and、uh, yeah, we will. At least three or four drafts for it. Cool. Well, 
Very good. Well, good luck with that. Thank you. And uh, I'm looking forward to, to seeing it. The, the, that film will be in English or in Chinese? Um, both. both. When they mm -hmm. talk to Italian Mafia. They speak English. Yeah. And when they um, talk to each other, yes. Chinese. Yeah, they will be Italian Mafia, uh, Irish detective and Chinese <laughs> senator in this oh, interesting. Chinese uh, gangster film. And um, your reality TV show is uh, just being released here in China. Is that right? Or will um, there be international versions of it? International distribution? I hope if it's good enough. And you will get it on Netflix? Yeah. And um, with English subtitles? Then I yes. Guess. Very cool. Okay. Well, I'm crossing my fingers for that. Then I can watch it on Netflix. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's complex. Because for Netflix, I need to find like, managers. Yeah. I, I don't know much about that. I need, I need to... Um, find my way to yeah. through it, and I guess uh, it will be dependent on this film, uh, on this series being successful in China. Yeah, if yeah. it's successful, and also um, if if the uh, next thing is marketable, yeah, uh, yeah, they will mm. they will take it. Very right, cool. Well, good luck with that. And uh, is there any place people can find you online? Do you have a website? I don't have a website yet, but sure, but sh uh, sure. I have my IMDb. If you uh, search Yu Shan Chen, you will Yu search Shen me. Yu Shan Chen, that's spelled Y U S H A N. Y U S H A N. Yeah. Yu Shan. And Chen is C H E N. C H E N. But I will have my website shortly. Uh -huh. Put all my films, artworks, and poems on it. You better get uh, com. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I have my email is yushanfilm at gmail dot com. Yushanfilm. Film. Ah, film. Yushan. Y u s h a n, film. F i l m. Yeah. At gmail. Gmail dot com. com. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So if anybody has um, ideas or investor leads for your or feature you films, or you want to work with me, or want to be friend with me, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on my podcast. Thank you, you're awesome. I like your broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> Since I managed to get his name wrong more than once in this conversation, today's quote is from Haruki Murakami. Sometimes, fate is like a small sandstorm that keeps changing directions. You change direction, but the sandstorm chases you. You turn again, but the storm adjusts. Over and over you play this out, like some ominous dance with death just before dawn. Why? Because the storm isn't something that blew in from far away, something that has nothing to do with you. This storm is you, something inside of you. So all you can do is give in to it, step right inside the storm, closing your eyes and plugging your ears so the sand doesn't get in, and walk through it, step by step, There's no sun there, no moon, no direction, no sense of time. Just fine white sand swirling up into the sky like pulverized bones. That's the kind of sandstorm you need to imagine. Thank you for listening all the way to the end of this conversation. Please share this podcast with other people who might enjoy it. Make sure to also leave a review in your podcast app if you can. That helps other people find great content. I don't run ads on this podcast, 
But there are two ways that you can support the show and keep it going. The first is by contributing directly to the production cost on Patreon. Statistically, very few people support podcasts directly, which is why most shows resort to running ads. If you want to make sure media is made for you and not to please advertisers, then I suggest you pay for media that you consume. And statistically, out of every 10,000 listeners, 200 might support me directly. If these 200 put in $20 a month each, this will become a professional podcast and will continue indefinitely. If you would like to be one of these 200 people, go to patreon.com slash joshlevent. The second way to support me is to make use of my professional services. I am a leadership and life coach. If you would benefit from some constructive conversations about your life and work, go to joshlevent.com slash coaching to find out more about my coaching services. Thank you.